Thomas. Hey guys, it's in time for another fun-filled episode of the Cleveland Moto Podcast. Light them up, boys! <laughs> Yay! Uh, well, we're back. We're back from AMA Vintage Days. Uh, I, I'd like to say that it was a huge, huge success. Um, this is actually, I'm sorry, the number's wrong on the thing. We're technically, we're episode 432. Sorry, Dan. Uh-oh. 432. Uh, I know you're seeing 431 in front of you, but 431 was the actual AMA Vintage Motorcycle Days podcast aganza. Ah. So uh, I pulled, I, we stole it right off the board. Liza gave it to me. I threw it to the internet. Perfect. It's cool. done. It's gone. There's nothing we can do about it. Um, uh, I can probably superimpose. Uh, it's okay, boys. It's okay. Just use AI. We can, well, we, yeah, we'll just put it two on. That's fine. Nobody, <laughs> oh, nobody cares. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. So, uh, in, I gotta say, I've never been so proud. Mm-hmm. Cleveland Moto did everything Cleveland Moto is known to do. Shenanigans, not a ramp. Airborne. <laughs> you know what's funny? Directly yeah. after me and John deployed, not a ramp. Not a ramp. And got... Trevor to take the greatest pictures that made us look like gods on Boy, the Trevor did a good job, didn't he? He did, because he caught it at the exact moment where we didn't look just like we were four inches in the air. So. He's got that Canadian patience. Right, but another imposter, a couple rows over, decided to try to do a not a ramp, and then the dude going to the hospital. Well, you got you, did you see there not a ramp? Well, first it wasn't not a ramp. It right. was a ramp, first but it had written yeah. on it, send it. And it was like this. Oh, it yeah. Was, no, that was not. It was like, send it. Yeah, thing. right to the fucking sun, dude. <laughs> yeah. So a little bit more sleepy. I didn't know about the hospital. Yeah. No, that dude, he, um, it was, <laughs> it was a dude on a KLX 250. He was about six something, bald head, no gear, and his bald head was red. <laughs> <gasps> really? Oh, yeah. He put it in pretty good. He was really? dazed and confused. Oof. Yeah. Wow. Because remember when I was like, I'm going to go check it out? Yeah. I, yeah. I, I saw all the people here, and I came around the car, and I accidentally was like a foot away from dude. <laughs> wow. So then I did the old back pedal with my feet, like, oh, sorry, sorry. Nope, nope, nope. <laughs> Not going to play that game. Nope. I don't want to be that guy. That yeah. That was, tum- and, and somebody saw me, that was by accident. I didn't mean to. I didn't mean to do it. Yeah. Yep. That's wasn't exactly me. right. It wasn't me. You can't prove it was me. Right. <laughs> yeah. What's the incriminator rule? I didn't do it. Nobody saw me do it. And if I did, it was somebody else. It was somebody else. That was Shaggy. <laughs> it wasn't me. Yep. Wasn't me. But yep. I saw you next to the dead guy. I came kind of close to eating shit there, that last one. And I, I hung my, out. Uh, I'm my, so proud of you when you pulled out of that, though. I was like, oh, there's Johnny. You, you, know, know, you know what's better if the wheel is straight when you is, land? All you got to yeah. worry about is your front wheel. Right. Whatever else happens, just land that front wheel. Yeah. That's true. Yep. Since, That's since we're talking true. about the not a ramp, Phil, what did Becky tell you? Tell me. I mean, so... We were sitting there, and dude ate shit in front of our tent. That was me. In no, not no, you. Different oh, dude. Different okay. dude ate shit. Different dude. You ate shit in front of the tent, but somebody else did later. Okay. All right. Yeah. And he ate shit in front of the tent. Yeah. On top of the portable fire. Right. Ooh. He did. Oh yeah. That and he nuts. gets up. He looks at Becky and goes, "That wasn't a ramp." Yeah. And I looked at her and went, you have to go tell Phil right now yeah. what that man just said. And she runs over and goes, that's not a ramp. No. <laughs> I couldn't believe that he he accidentally drove into it a currently burning, currently oh, yeah. no, firing. It was on fire. With, with smoke <laughs> billowing. Yeah. A portable campfire. Mm. And he, he went at it. Yeah. Now, the other thing, when he went at it, there was a side-by-side. Mm. There was a bike. So, like, both southbound and northbound were both occupied. Yep. He went on the shoulder... <laughs> to hit something that wasn't a ramp. And he hit the fuck out of it. And then she called him the fuck out. <laughs> I give her credit for that as, one. As All soon, I heard was, what the fuck is wrong with you? 
Yeah, he was trying to slide away with the old. Sorry yeah. about that. Sorry about that. And and she she called him back. He ended up putting everything back, and I think he picked up a coal or two. Oh, he yeah. did oh, with yeah. his fucking hands. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. He was tough though. He, he had. I I saw his oh, attire. Geez. He he spent some time in the sandbox. Yeah. So he's a veteran. And so when he came back, he was legitimately upset that he'd fucked things up and he was going to make it right no matter what it took because yeah. he's a veteran. He's a stand-up dude. Stand-up guy, but just the same. How bad is your depth perception that you saw a square metal portable campfire Smoking. and said, that's a ramp? Yeah. That's a ramp. Oh, they added fire. Well, it is VMD. It might have been a ramp. This year we added oh. fire. It's even better. <laughs> it's not, all be it's not a ramp and it's on fire. It's all ramps if you're brave enough. Again. Not the first year we had a burning ramp. No, not a ramp. Year. Not the first year at no. all. So I did want to. I mean, I did want to just call attention to that because it is, it is fucking epic. How <laughs> it is. It is epic how that place is just ripe for debauchery. And I have to say, no confrontations at all. But it did turn into this giant game of like a snipe hunt, where. Oh, the barrel racing is closed. Right. So after the first, like Friday night, the first interference, yeah, somebody yeah. was call, somebody yeah. was calling local security the goons. So after the goons, <laughs> after the goons had shut down the first barrel racing situation, yeah, people were like oh crestfallen. But then the the must have fun instinct kicked in. Good old American ingenuity. Yep, that's right. Yeah, I like how the guys had the ripper rippers row. Yep. Uh, banners and they were moving those like as with the group of people yes so they finally were doing drag racing up at the top of the hill <laughs> yeah i um <laughs> i did go and participate in the uh whole shot contest ah. that did find its way into the quiet family comp yeah. campground oh. yes. and that was our man kurt eprick's son who had organized that so kurt eprick's son had managed to pull all that shit together and was doing an epic job of controlling it yep uh, so that when I pulled up on the scooter, the big 250 scooter, he didn't put me against something that was out of my class. Right. He put me against, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, CRF 110. Did you, when you were up there and you, yeah. were, you were coming around, did you hit the, what I can only describe as a professional motocross track set of whoops? Yes. Like that yeah. one path yeah. that went down. One I was doing like down. 40 miles an hour and all of a sudden it was like, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. <laughs> it was terrible. It was a rhythm section. Yeah. <laughs> The other thing that I did find out after the fact is things had gotten a bit hairy out there mm-hmm. with the speeds. The speeds had gone up, the speeds had gone up, the speeds had gone up. Yep. And one of Mid-Ohio's tactics, and I applaud them for this, to keep the speeds down is they sent the water trucks out. A lot. And the water trucks came out to put down dust that wasn't there. Right. But they were doing speed control. And so the water trucks made things soupier. How soupy, you might ask? Well, three of my You May Borrow This scooters got crashed. Right. Because it was soupy. I saw a dude on a Honda Monkey yeah. driving, and then he was sideways, sliding sideways. Like, the whole yeah. bike was sideways, yeah. moving in the forward direction, yeah. and somehow returned to forward. And he himself, he himself was like, what the fuck just happened? Uh, like he was, and, <laughs> and Sleepy was jealous. I was. I was like, that's a trick I've never seen before. <laughs> I wish the guy on the, like on the back row yeah. that goes downhill towards mm. the uh, trials riding, right. a guy on a Honda Grom yeah. with baloney skins on it, yeah. just, at the slowest speed, like, it just went, no, I'm not standing anymore. I may have accidentally, with the intention of survival, overinflated the tires in some of the bikes we were running a little too much. 
because yeah. we were waking them up. They'd been sleeping for a long time. You don't want to run out of air midway through the weekend. Not a bad idea, right? So in the essence of caution, in the preponderance of caution, I inflated the back tire on the Kimco 250 I was riding, the big people 250, I, uh, or as we like to call it, the big engine, because it is a red people. Uh, it was 36 PSI in the back. And when I went on my away mission Saturday night to go wrap up some final sales I was doing, they had just watered. And that road, the main road that goes, you know, from the back campsite area past the, you know, uh, the, the barrel racing and whatnot, I had got on there. And as soon as I got done with the turn, I'm going along. I instantly, same thing, bike went sideways. I was like, what the shit? Like, the, what the fuck just happened? And I quickly then realized, okay, stay the hell off of the middle part. Because the mud there had turned into that perfect lubricant. Oh, yeah. Get, to the well, get well to the sides. Get well to the edges where the big gravel's out there to give you a chance. And it's the I, one time you want to be in the marbles. You know it. You <laughs> fucking know it. Well, the dirt's already been ground to a fine powder. It was so that, you yeah, add water yeah. and you just got it slurry. It yep. was amazing. Yep. That stuff was fucking creme brulee. That stuff was so slippery, slippery. And I was like, this is remarkably dangerous up the middle. You know, and speaking of dangerous, yeah. you know how like uh, the AMA, it seemed like everybody was kind of getting down on the barrel racing and stuff, which it did yeah. get a little crazy, but I witnessed something and I almost caught it on camera, which by the way, as you guys saw, yeah. a guy returned my lost camera, hey, unfucking believable But anyways, um, I was filming and I was talking yeah. to the thing about the hair scramble going by and I'm like, right. see, sometimes you get locked in here, you yes. can't go. You it's can't go an, anywhere. It's an aspect of mid-Ohio. Right. And I hit stop yeah. and the hair scrambles were going. And the way they have it is the going in is that way, yep. and the going out is this way. Yes, it is. Dude hit a bump, yep. lost it at about 60 miles an hour. Went into head-on traffic. Head-on and Oof. smashed a dude right in yep. front of me. It was scary as shit, That man. will never happen again. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, they, they, there's been a lot of discussion about that particular part of the hair scramble, and I noticed that, too, when I was waiting in line at one point. I was like, Jesus Christ, these bikes are hell-bent for leather. In both directions. Separated by caution tape. Yep. By caution tape. <laughs> That's blowing, mind yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> and it is. So I did talk to a couple of people that were competitors, and they were like, man, yeah, we heard about that. That was like, that's frightening. The dude, he posted on the, I, I thought he was dead. I thought, because he, was he, was, he wasn't a younger dude. No. He was probably, I think, like 50, something, maybe 60 or something <laughs> like that. Um, I think, I, but anyways, he posted and said like he, he broke some stuff, whatever, but he's yeah. alive. He's, he's good. The guy that was camped next to Tom and Becky. Yeah. Oh yeah. That dude, the guy that was camped next to Tom and Becky straight up hero dude. Oh yeah. He was out there campaigning a CR Yep. about, you know, long and short of about a thousand miles an hour. But the class he was in when I went and watched had the following items in the class <laughs> that he was sharing the track with no shit at TW 200. <laughs> no shit. Yeah. On factory rubber. Good for him. A BW350. Wow. That was jacked up in the back to about the moon on very specialized suspension and probably the most overtly aggressive tires I'd ever seen. <laughs> this class was made up of just legitimate fast bikes and the devil's rejects, <laughs> right? I don't even know how the hell you would grid that. But he said that in his <laughs> oh, grid... Yeah. In his group that launched, he said there were over 20 bikes. Yeah. Well, the track is 8 to 12 feet wide. Right. Hence, hair scrapple. If you've got 20-plus bikes fighting for a position on an 8 to 12-foot wide track, there's going to be some rubbing. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. And he'd, and he'd come back and he'd tell us, he's like, well, I either got first, fifth, fifth or right. seventh. And yeah. the, the, th- the numbers were everywhere. And I knew we were in trouble as humans who might consider that people are like, you know, it's only it's only a couple of bucks to register for the hair scrambles yeah. and you're a competitor and it actually is cheaper than buying a ticket. That kid dropped his tarp. That guy dropped his tarp and he was 1% body fat. Mm. He was 1% body oh, yeah. fat, cut like a fucking Greek god and was beat to fuck. Yeah. yeah. That man had no energies left. Yep. We we kept offering, dude. You need yeah. any protein. You yeah. need anything. We've got. He came all back the food. and he was one hundred percent destroyed. Yep. And he's like, I got a half an hour. I got to go back out. Yep. Oh my god. And oh, I yeah. was like, there goes any shot I had of being like, yeah. I'm gonna go do it. <laughs> I'm gonna go do that. No, I'm not gonna do that. I couldn't do one of that. Nick I, made what a half a lap last year, and he was not tired. even. He <laughs> made one turn. <laughs> I, I kept thinking, I'm turn. Yeah, I kept yeah. thinking it was like everybody's complaining about all the stuff like the barrel races, right? And everybody's right. complaining about there's exactly. nothing. You know, everybody's like, oh, I'm gonna go out into the trials, and that's where the hair scrambles, where everything else. It was right. like, well, well, and on the on the on the on, yeah, I can't talk on the online <laughs> thing. Um, I like how a lot of the the older gentlemen that are complaining about everything. Because tried, that's what you do when you're old. They tried to incorporate all the racing accidents into oh, yeah. the debauchery. Right. And then right. people had to be like, hey, no. calm your pipe there, dude. Like, yeah. like racing is racing. That racing shit happens every weekend somewhere, and somebody's breaking a leg oh, somewhere yeah. racing. No. So you can't equate that to the debauchery injuries. Exactly. Right. Which were two. But that's, that were that's terrible. you know, there's no, yeah. you either have to compete or, or you don't, you don't go on the track. And that, yeah. and that was kind of, kind of something I was thinking about. I was like, well, what if you don't? Because when we raced, when we were in Ezra and Matt. Yeah, 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 yeah. I didn't give a shit about racing. Right. I just like being on the track. Right. The idea of being on the racetrack, yeah. regardless of what position you come yeah. in, it's great to use the facility. It's great to go around corners super fast. Exactly. Everybody's going the same directions, relatively safe. And next year, definitely doing the parade lap, lap of history. <laughs> exactly. I've one, never done that. The I, one at I Barber is amazing. Yeah. So yeah. that one has got. Like, if I'd have known it was going on, I would have run across the field to go do it. But yeah. the, I mean, the, there was a guy on a Polini. <laughs> Little, I was going to say, guys, no, they say that it has to have dot tires, but I think they were being no. lenient. <laughs> there were three Coleman's on it. There were Coleman's. Oh, on man. It. Yeah. I saw, saw Coleman. That's go why by. I didn't do it because everybody told me you couldn't because you have the. Yeah. But um, I, I did. Just it. like everything AMA vintage days, they don't check too carefully. They don't care. No. They don't check. But they a couple don't. years ago, I did it uh, you know, twice. Right. And it's kind of interesting. So you either can just ride it or right. you participate in the race. <laughs> so the race is pretty cool because what you do is for the first two laps, you hang right behind the leader, dude. Oh. The leader guy the leader guy is actually like a road racer. He's no joke. And usually if you get that dude on the last lap, he puts the onions to it, man, and he, he takes off. So the yeah. trick is to try to pass that guy before the right. very end because he said, don't pass me. But it's kind of a wink, because on the last lap, what is he going to do? Kick you off the track? <laughs> so it ends up being pretty fun. Right. That's yeah. that old rule about, if yeah. you guys fuck up tonight, we're yeah. going to make you leave first thing in the morning. Right. Tomorrow's Sunday. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, you, see, <laughs> Message nobody, received, see, nobody, nobody told me this. This was, not, this was not listed in my itinerary. You're not hanging with the right people. Exactly. Man. And I was <laughs> hanging with you guys. Well, right. no, but you didn't tell me you were doing it. I would have given you the lowdown. <laughs> If you give me an option to get on a track, I'd have brought my buddy. <laughs> you know, Matt and I tried to do it, but it's like he, the, his bike, he's riding the CB bike and it's stalled and I didn't realize it. Or actually, he's riding the S65 and I, I, I couldn't yes. find him and it was... Oh, really? By the time I found him, it was past time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's funny because I was within like 15 feet of him five times. Really? And neither one of us saw the other person. There's so many bikes. Yeah. And that's the thing about it is... They do fill it up pretty good. 
Did you right? um, get footage of Piper crashing in the barrel race? I think I did. Yeah, I'll have we, to check. We got to edit that. I want to. I felt blue Monday at it. I felt bad because I was, and she was like, should I go? I'm like, yeah, you got to. And then she was there. I'm like, you got it. You got it. And she hit the loam and she didn't, I mean, nothing. It was just like, but then I felt bad. I was like, oh, I made her go race. I was happy to get in at least three laps on gang green before everything got shut down. Yeah. The, uh, the barrel racing is a very funny thing. People that don't, people that aren't familiar with it, don't really have an idea of what goes on or what it is, but, um, it, it's not sanctioned. It's not organized. It's just a, it's just a well, spot. It's everybody's just, like, well, why do you get, why do you, you know, all you guys want to do this barrel race. Why don't you sign up to race for real? Well, because I only want to do like three points. You know, three right. Yeah. We're, we're going to hang up. I'm done. Now, but that being said, before they shut it down, I think I have a world's first. Oh. Uh-oh. So me and John and uh, Brad were sitting there. Yeah. And I said, yeah. you know what? I, I was flying around with my FPV drone and I was like, you know what? I see the barrel racing, right. and I was about a half mile away, so I said, fuck it. Yeah. So I dove down, and they did about 25 laps at two feet off the ground with the, the barrel racing. It was racing. great. It's a fantastic bit of footage. But, I mean, absolutely fantastic. But you know what the cool best part is, is I got the barrel race with right. no chance of injury. No chance of injury <laughs> now, whatsoever. Now, I think one of the big problems is, especially with a barrel race, is that there aren't enough lifeguards. Because this is a swim-at-your-own-risk kind of situation. And there's yeah. nobody out there going, hey, y'all are fine. Just don't do anything stupid. And the problem was too many people were doing too too well, much stupid. And sometimes it gets kind of organized, though. In past yeah, years, like, they've actually gridded people. They've had women's only, oh, which yeah. is fantastic. But that's and, when they shut it down. It's yeah, weird. And, like, when they organize it, make it more safer, that's when the people come in and shut it down. Yeah. Well, it didn't get to that point quite yet. No, no but a, you know what? You would have seen Saturday, like Saturday night usually is, like, pretty organized. There's a flag. There's, yep. you know. I, th- I, I think, think it's, still every, it's a free-for-all, but it's, yeah. I think if they, all, if they did two or, like, I think the big dirt bikes, the two-stroke dirt bikes that are ripping, like, full-on track stuff is probably a problem, like, you know, and the bigger bikes. But if they did, like... Well, the only put, thing that's a problem is probably golf carting it and side-by-sides. Well, side-by-sides need to not be in the whole place, period. Oh. We saw that. I, like I said, I'll stick with what I said before. Some side-by-sides, a little Kawasaki mule, oh, yeah. you, you, a little utility side-by-side that's not much bigger than a quad runner, I don't have a problem with. How about how about when you if, have a full extended A arm fucking desert rig that's I think that taking um, up two and a half lanes. I think that Swiggy Swiggy was onto something from No Komodo Podcast when he said <coughs> all you have to do is determine what a golf cart fits through. Yeah. Determine an ambiguous measurement that is exactly one golf cart plus three inches on both sides, right? And if you take that one golf cart plus three inches on both sides. And if you put a guy with a post hole digger and for this event, he goes out to the areas where you'd like to do these things and just puts those in and just says, okay, this is the campsite, right? Um, If you're going to go past here, you got to go fit through these things. And it's just like Cedar Point. You must be at least this tall to ride this ride. Well, at least you must be at least this narrow to access the swap meet or access the barrel racing area. And and they could even do a gate so that when the... um when the RVs and stuff come in, they can open it, and then once when most of the people are in, they can put it down just to perhaps. You yeah, know. that might be the deal. Well, well, I've got a, I've got a little since I since even Sleepy asked me when I was going into this, this is what's the difference between Mid Ohio and and Barber, for example, and in Barber you don't get to drive through the swap meet. That's massive. Yeah, I mean that is truly massive. You you do not get to at all drive anything through the swap meet period. 
I'm going to call your attention to Exhibit A. <laughs> <laughs> I have pulled up Exhibit A. Now, if you look at Exhibit A... There's a lot of smart people with helmets on. So you'll see that there's quite a few people with helmets on. Yeah. Check. Sensible. Sensible. You'll see a drag race going on on the front straight between Ein Gator, John Deere Gator, <laughs> and a golf cart that is doing a fully committed wheelie. Yeah. Okay. Which means that there's people hanging off the back of said golf cart. Or it, it has a 750cc two-stroke engine. Also true. Does it? I don't know. Okay. Well, Did you not see any of the two-stroke golf Steve, carts running around, man? Steve, no. Absence actual data, I'm going to give you potential possibilities. Okay. I'm in. Now, right. either that thing is overclocked, mm-hmm. and it's something spectacular, <laughs> or there's four really fat guys sitting behind the rear axle. <laughs> right. And it has no control whatsoever. None. Because if you look, his front wheels are crossed up. Yep. All right. And he's probably bouncing on so all that long. He ain't going which way he wants to be going no. right now. In fact, you can see he's feverishly trying to not hit that John Deere Gator. Right. Right. That might be a problem with the barrel racing. Mm. And what I can tell you is if you look in the middle, there's a fellow wearing shorts who's not riding anything. See him? Yep. He's the guy that was doing our stop starts. So he would let the thing run for 197 million laps, and then he'd run out and he'd flag everybody. He'd stop you, and he'd stop us all up. And right here, where the camera angle is, where the p- picture's being taken, we would line up 47 abreast, <laughs> and he'd get everybody off the track. Once the track was totally clear, he'd get 47 people abreast, and then he'd rev you up. And then when his hands got up super high, and everybody's going ape shit, he'd drop his hands. And it was one of the best whole shot races I've ever seen in my goddamn life (laughs) because it was 50 cc's versus 500 cc's. Hmm. And it wasn't necessarily who won you thought it was going to win. And going into that first turn, which for some reason that first turn turns into Satan's crevice, it is not smooth. It is not delicate. It is not banked. It is a trough cut exactly four inches wide. And anything that doesn't fit in that trough, trough, trough dies. Yeah. If you're not in the trough getting the berm shot, you are off into those people. And credit crowd. to the young yeah, the kids, crowd. Credit to the young kids on like the 125s and stuff that were yeah. so committed. The bikes oh, yeah. were like two inches off the ground oh. in that. Oh, yeah. Just ripping Absolutely. it through that thing. That and Haley cool. Bell did the same thing. When Haley Bell was ripping on the TNT, yeah. every single corner Haley did on the TNT. SSR. No. Oh, when she was on the Benelli. Oh, okay. She had to stop riding the Benelli. Because every single fucking corner she was on the Benelli with the knobbies, she was burying her pegs. So her pegs were digging in. She had achieved yeah. such a great lean angle that that, soup, that sports bike style body that it has, the pegs were too low. Yeah. So she had to give up the Benelli. She gave the Benelli to Moyne and she fucked off on the SSR because it's a dirt bike. Yeah. She yeah. ran it out of gas and <laughs> then some. I know. <laughs> I'm like, know. you're out of gas. We switched what? over to reserve. Somebody got to marry know, that woman. I know, but she still kept going. I know. Like, we need to put some gas in. Nope. Somebody's married that woman. Ten more laps later. Like, well, then she's pregnant right now. I no, know. I think she popped out the wheel. Oh, she did? I think. Or well, then somebody's going to. close. It's that child's going to be born with an overdeveloped right leg. Yeah. Yeah. That Probably. kid's going to come out. Brap. Whiskey yeah, It's not going to cry. It's no. just going to brap. Yeah. <laughs> right on, man. So that's cool. But this is what all the hubbub was. The hubbub was. Mostly barrel releasing, barrel releasing. And then the rumor about it being a 14-year-old and stuff no. like that, that is not true. I mean, we no, know, that's what everybody we told us. We the officer the next day, and yeah. she's like, no, it was an older guy. Right. Do, you know, <laughs> do you know one of the things that, and again, oh God, 
But you know what? When I went down there, though, yeah. there was a younger girl crying in the back of with the cop, and like it seemed like they that dude hit her too. Though. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah so there, that's there, where the there were two people involved. So she wasn't what the one with a broken leg. Though. No, I don't yeah. think she went to the hospital, but yeah. she was sitting on the back of a golf cart with people attending to her. And Can stuff I like that. just mention? the numerous extraordinarily positive interactions that we all had with sheriff's deputies. Oh yeah. man. Unbelievable. Oh, unbelievable. Yeah. They, now, I, I did the not. Stunt, ex- the stunt was amazing. She yeah. almost crashed. She yeah, almost she crashed. crashed. <laughs> I but that. I couldn't believe like that. She said overall, generally. She was, so there, a sheriff for people who don't pay attention, the sheriff's department from that County had purchased some CF moto, uh, quads, yeah. Big giant, oh, you know, yeah. working quads, right? And, and I was all into it because New Orleans, is, the NOPD has just bought several side by sides from CF Moto, and mm-hmm. I wanted to know how these were doing. Yeah, apparently marginal, yeah. marginal. Apparently not the most reliable thing in the world, but hey, it got her around. Yeah. So she was doing some stunts, and one of her stunts was she would stand with the foot on the seat, hands on the bars, other foot in the air. Pretty solid. Yeah. But then she... One of my favorites. One of my favorites. Yep. Exactly. One yep. of my favorites. A classic. But then at some point when she pulled in front of our, our booth and our, our camp and she was doing that, either she slipped off the throttle and onto the front brake mm-hmm. or something. But that thing stopped short. Oh, it did. Well, and one, the only thing that kept her from going to handlebars was she was smart enough to bite the fucking pad. Yep. yep. She grabbed, like she stopped her body weight with her teeth. Yep. Yeah. She must have been doing some push-ups. Well, one of she the one of the she things that she, she told us early on was that they stopped really short, really fast. <laughs> and sure enough, that thing stopped really short, really fast as soon as she left. Well, you know what was interesting? I think the biggest part for me, seeing her and talking to her, yeah. was that she was like, well, yeah, like except for one or two guys, the whole department is like all in favor of like yeah. having it remain nuts. Yeah, like I they're okay right. with it. Like she literally said really that. I do think great. that we are a self policing well, organization. The only yeah. time you freaked out was when the uh, Ohio uh, Ohio State Police came by. That you were like, "Oh God, I a- have a problem with that." Yeah, because the state Ohio State Highway Patrol does have they they have the ability, they have the authorization to to go anywhere in the state of Ohio. Yeah. They are a state's highest agency, right? But Mid Ohio is a private property event. Each one of us have a ticket. Each one of us supposedly signed some sort of waiver to be there. And to have, I understand that that's that was a, my domicile for four days. Exactly. That's my residence <laughs> for four days. And I understand that show of force yeah. of having that silver charger come through there. Yeah. But is it really when you have an entire, the giant 70 foot long Winnebago, yeah. The tactical response Winnebago that is the SWAT team of that county sh- sheriff department literally on site at that facility. They took over the ice cream stand area, the hot dog stand area, whatever. They took that entirely over now. And that area where you go between the infield to the outfield or the midfield is now a sheriff's department station. Fully stocked. Rescue vehicles, the sheriffs themselves, that's their headquarters. That's where they have their golf carts. It's where they have their their side by sides. It's where they have their golf, their sheriff's police cars. Going over the top, having the state patrol there, is this sense of, in case you thought you could work things out with the SO, the sheriff's department, we're here to remind you that there's a higher authority. And that, to me, is excessive. Uh, the state patrol brings a certain level of seriousness to something. State troopers in general, 
And it does, in, it, to me, it increases the odds. It increases the stakes. Oh, yeah. yeah. Maybe the dude is on duty. <laughs> he, he's been to mid-Ohio before. Oh, I'm certain of it. He's like, you know what? I'm just going to go check this out. I'm going to go do a quick drive through yeah. just to see what's going on. So, But I used to be a police officer, and there's a thing called looking for trouble. And when there would be a street, when there would be a festival, when there would be some kind of, you know, splinter fuck or whatever, you know, music thing going on, <laughs> right? And the SO was working it. They had a security detail and everything else. The one thing I didn't do was cruise the parking lot in my city department vehicle because I will only give the impression that I am the governing, governing, governing authority. Yeah. I'm available if you need me. No. No, that's not really what it says. What it really says is I'm superseding the existing law enforcement package that's here that Mid-Ohio contracted and paid for or whatever, and I'm giving you over and above. I'm the thermonuclear alternative because whereas the SO, to the, to the common person there who's just there to have a good time, the SO suggests, hey, chill out, friend. Settle down. We're all here to have a good time. Yeah. Hey, you know, Tom, can you come look after Sleepy? You know, he seems to be, have had a few too many drinks. Let's chill this shit out. Wow, if that's that way, we have got serious. Problems. But you do see. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you, you get what he means by SO is sheriff, I, no, sheriff's no, office. No, no, I get right, it. Sheriff's yeah. office. Just for the listener. Right. Yeah, for the listener at home. Was Highway Patrol invited in by the I don't AMA think, people? I don't believe that. Well, you don't believe so. That's right. the thing. Is you, I believe that. Like I, Tom probably said, is probably right. He's a trooper. He knows what goes on there. Yeah. He probably that's probably part of his patch, and he probably feels like it's a good idea to cruise through that place once every couple of days on these big superbike weekends or big super yeah. duper weekends to 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 ex to exert a little extra authority. But let's let's talk about the difference between our friend, um, the, the state the, troopers, this, the thing that he windows dro- were locked, locked up, sealed. And air the air conditioning, conditioning was, oh, yeah, he was, was going. He our was other not, friends. Our other friends, friends. Talking, smiling, waving. Oh, yeah. The yeah. sheriffs were just like the cheeriest people, the nicest people ever. Except for her like field officer, whatever, the bald fat guy. He was fine. Dude, yeah. we've ran into that guy plenty of times He before. was fine. He might yeah. look like he's going to be a problem. We've dealt with him so many times. Yeah, he, he was laughing right, to himself. Right. He didn't want to shut the... The burnout thing no, down either. He, he was you, know, you can see he's, he's like, I don't want to do this. Well, no, but. That, these deputies are all very, it, very sweet. It strikes yeah. me that's like the one bit of chaos that's actually like endorsed by the AMA is that whole corner. The whole corner. Kentucky Kickdown. I've yeah. been there. I've been there when the AMA stood up, showed up with a freaking two wheel dolly full of PBR. Yeah. yeah. You know, uh, I think that that idea of having people blow off steam and particularly sanctioned areas or yeah. maybe not sanctioned maybe ag- acknowledged acknowledged but you know and, but also the captain to his credit yeah can really control that crowd here's to andrew rates by the way yeah. andrew the captain andrew is on the clock somebody said do they pay him <laughs> like does ama pay him they might yeah. they should I mean, they, they should. should yeah at he least provides, for all the gear that they bring and everything right i actually talked with him a little bit. he yeah. did get a little overwhelmed this he year did. like he couldn't get near the burnout bike because everybody was like just well, a little. Yeah. That is, I, I that is that, a thing. It does need to be spread back. He was like these guys. He's like they're, they're just, he's like they just uh, okay. Can I can I tell you something about Lord so of the Flies when yeah. uh, when Pete went up to do his thing this year? Yeah, and me and Liza and everybody were up there. Um, the dude before him, I don't know what kind of tire that dude had. Yeah, but he lit that thing up. Yeah, and it smoked to the point like 
I had my shirt over my face. Then my special, hoodie over my special face. Special oil season tires. Dude. And then it got so bad that I was like, this is how firemen die. Chengshin like, creosote 250s. Yeah, dude, you, yeah. I couldn't, right. you couldn't breathe. And then, so like, I, I listened to where the noise right. was coming from, went the opposite way because you couldn't see anything, right? Yeah. When I finally cleared out, I looked back and Pete was still in there. Yeah. And he's wearing a rubber mask with a helmet with an eye, like a hole, like this big to try to breathe out. I'm like, this dude's going to die. Being next in line at the burnout pit is not a good place to be. Or at least stay back a little, you know? <laughs> but he then if you stay back a little, 75 people yeah. jump in yeah. front yeah. of you. Yeah. It's a hard one, man. It's, it's a hard, hard one. Yeah. yeah. But it was good. I'm really, I have my political reasons why I do not, will not participate in burnouts. I did the flaming burnout with a V7. Oh, I remember. Because I was angry nobody had ever seen a flaming burnout before. And it caught, <laughs> out, and it caught the So once we, once we trained people how to do flaming burnouts, oh, I felt no. like my job was done. Sure. Yeah. You go out on a high note, and I will not go back. No. The, uh, but I just, I don't. I, I just, yeah. It's, it would be like if somebody built a machine that just said, hi, put 25 cents in, hook your motorcycle to this machine, and this motor, this machine will do irreparable damage to your motorcycle. Right. The clutch, the chain, the transmission, everything. Just go ahead and put your motorcycle in it and press, press the button, put, put in a quarter and stand back and watch this machine take years and years and years of life off your motorcycle. You know, they have Who trailers. Who is this guy and what did you do with Phil Waters? My game is to try to be the first burnout on Thursday before right. anybody's doing Before anybody's burnout. doing burnouts. Uh, I always go over when there's no burnouts happening. I'm like, ah, you, you know, you know the right place for a burnout? Where nobody expects it. Yeah. So if you have a burnout pit, nah. Yeah. <laughs> nah, not cool. You, you know, Phil, they have trailers where you you strap your bike to yes. it, and it teaches you how to do a wheelie. Exactly. Well, it doesn't really teach you. You just exactly. gotta figure it out, or you right. break it. Right. Yes. <laughs> same feeling. Same feeling. Same feeling. Yeah. Same feeling. You can't say I rode a two block long wheelie if you never left the trailer. Right. Right. You have a little. You have a little thing that when you do the wheelie, there's a little audio track of girls cheering and taking their underwear off. But to yeah. the but to the credit of those things. Yeah. It does teach you the RPMs and like the feeling of getting it off the ground. Like, sure, there's there's sure. some validity to sure. that thing, right? Oh no, I yeah. validity. Right. It encourages you to take the next step and go sit on a quad and do a wheelie, right? Right, just like you just a hill suddenly, just go up a hill. and then just suddenly, go up a hill. then so suddenly, you just go up a hill. If you want to learn how to do a wheelie, do right. it up. But hill. It's, it's the, the same way. Suddenly, you're riding a side by side, and it's all downhill. It's from there. the same thing as when I sat when I when my mom dropped the nickel. Into that horse in front of Kmart, it did not make me into a barrel racer, right? I didn't become a hunter jumper because mom jumped, dropped a nickel inside of the horse out in front of Kmart. And that's what the wheelie machine is. Yeah. The wheelie machine is the horse in front of Kmart. It is. But I mean, it can it give you a little throttle. Like you can give you, it gives you some of the basic elements. Cause I did one a long time Ooh. ago. And like it, sometimes if you've never done a wheelie, you think yeah. you got to drop a clutch at three or four thousand. You don't realize you got to fucking bang it up there pretty good to get it to come up. On depends something. on what kind well, of wheelie yeah, we're doing. Yeah, yeah. I did the one that they had at the motorcycle show, the IX Center. They had the zero. Oh so yeah. They had a couple of zeros hooked to the the strap on. Which makes sense with right. all those clutches <laughs> yeah. and everything. Yeah. They had zeros hooked to the strap on because the yeah, zeros yeah. were basically now it's just a oh, whole yeah, different it's, kind it's of linear. Yeah. Kmart. And I, the first time I got on it, you already start with the bike at like a 12 degree up angle. Oh, like the way the bike is on the rig, it's already at a 12 degree up angle. Yeah. And so I got on it and I was like, okay, they're like, yeah, you're zero guy. Come on over here. They're setting the whole thing up. And so they had zero strapped to it in captivity, <laughs> the zero bondage device. And it's just like, oh, you get on it. And I got it. I just wicked it. And I wicked it. And it just went 12 o'clock way too fast. <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck? Like that is not. Like yeah. I ride zeros all the time. 
you got to work a little bit to get the zero FX to give you a good wheelie. Yep. You got to put a little bit of body English into it. And they're like, well, we can adjust it. What? Okay. Okay, we can adjust it. Safe okay, word, we can adjust safe it. Safe word is range anxiety. So they, yeah, so they <laughs> adjusted it. And they cranked it down so the front wheel wasn't already at 15 degrees. They cranked it down to where the front wheel was like at five degrees. And I got on it and I was like, okay, whoop. Okay, instant, like uh, way too fast. I was like, no, you got you to make it flat. Oh, if we make it flat, nobody's going to be able to do it. So I was like, okay, oh, make it flat. So they made it flat. They made it all the way down to zero degrees. And I, I gave it the means. And I was like, okay, it just did its job, spun the wheel up. Because the roller they got it hooked to isn't heavy enough. Mm. Okay. So I gave it the beans and then I gave it a bump wheelie. I gave it a bump wheelie and it came up. And I was able to hold it and ride it out. They got straps on it. It ain't going over too far. Right. But the thing is, it doesn't actually go back far enough oh. to be in the butter zone, the sweet spot. Yeah, you're not in the balance. And you're not in the balance spot. Yeah. So the best anybody could hope to do was just to run it against the straps. So they had the straps set. So the best you could do was just be to, to throw it against the straps, but yeah. you never got to the sweet spot. And that's why I was upset because I was like, well, the sweet spot is a wheelie. Right. The sweet spot is everything about a wheelie. And if you're not in the sweet spot, you're not really riding a wheelie. Well, that's then what it would yeah. roll off. The, then it would come off the roller, though, because they have to keep it like this. Yeah. If it goes like this, then it would. It would but you know, yeah. so what I actually did, I, I thought you were talking about something. I never did one of those, but yeah. I, like, so back in the day when I had Rider for Life, yeah. the Star Boys had their wheelie school. Yes. So I was out there yeah. hanging out with them and stuff. And yeah. that was actually pretty cool. They had 600 f I did that wheelie school. Yeah. And that was the, a good, that was actually a good spending of money. Yeah. Because, yeah. You, you know, it had the thing attached, like the first one yep. had that three wheeled thing attached to the back, yep. but you were still moving. Yeah. Like you still yeah. were doing an actual You're wheelie. still driving. Yeah. Yeah. You're still driving. You can't overclock it. No. You couldn't overclock it. But you if can't you can't mangle yourself, if yeah, you really but tried. if you punched out of it, if you punched out of it, it would just slam the front end yeah, down to yeah, yeah. fucking so hard. Yeah. But if you did overclock it, it would come yeah, right those back. Those bikes down were right. like fork seals. Fuck fork seals. <laughs> oh my god, so bad. And then the other wheelie school I went to used bandits. We bandit twelve hundreds, oh, yeah. and that wheelie school um, that had just one safety. It had one safety. Uh, uh, bar on it, just yeah. one safety bar. So you could go left, right, or whatever. You could fuck it up 19 different ways. Did you see on Alibaba or one of those, whatever the site is, yeah. they have a thing now where it, it it's this weird piece of aluminum that goes straight and then out like this with a wheel on the end. And so you put it on your back axle and then it has a thing that clamps to your swing arm. So then you just have like a... Oh, really? And then you can set the angle of it. Yeah. So like, you know, I, I don't know. So, it's you know, pretty... Uh, yeah. Okay. Until you hit it and it throws you to the right or left and then you're Did hooked. you see LT Magnato came past our booth? LT was one of our friends here yeah. in Cleveland. He had his gyro stolen and they got it back. Yeah. Like the whole deal. He was rocking this little weird trike uh, ATC confrabulation thing out of like, like... a thousand cc's or Yeah, something. it did have like a, a big 140 piranha in yeah. it. Yeah. Too much motor for what it was. But then he had fabricated on the back of it. I joked. It was a $500 bike with a, with a $1,000 fabricated uh, Playmate cooler holder that also had some big-ass rollerblade wheels on it. So if you overclocked it... I think that's a commercial product. I think people make those for those things. Like, they sell them, like, you know... It's genius. <laughs> yeah. It's fucking genius. Because if, that thing, you would kill yourself on that without that. Yes, you would have a head yeah. injury yeah. instantly. Yeah. But having it be not only a place to store your cooler, but also somewhere that if you did accidentally overclock a small ATC, right. it would just come right back down. Yeah. So smart. Yeah. So neat. Saw many interesting things at Mid-Ohio this year. Yeah. Very many interesting things. How about this? Who bought something? Well, not I... Not me. Not John, not Dan. You fucking kidding me? Seriously? Nobody bought anything. Tom, you didn't buy nothing. No. 
I was the one guy who promised I wasn't going to buy nothing. Yep. And you, you bought the most expensive what thing. What the fuck you, is wrong with you, You actually Peter? looked at me. <laughs> you looked at me. And said, I'm oh. not buying anything this year. And I, I looked, did. I looked at you and I said, well, there's a GB500. Oh. And you were thinking about that? Or then you got into or, the Bajaj? You had a boner for a Bajaj? Now, that was well, a the ruse. Bajaj now, was, that, that was, was $500 now, worth of Bajaj. That now, was a no-brainer. Yeah. Now, Phil, yeah. Phil, what did I tell you? If you didn't buy it, I was going to. The Bajaj? And I didn't buy it. Uh, you, you didn't buy it, did you? The Bajaj was a snipe hunt. I'll tell you about it. I that. know. Yeah. Because you, you second-guessed it. You should have bought it right on the spot. For Couldn't fun. have. Couldn't have. Oh, for, he wouldn't have sold I'll it. I'll tell you why. What? Yeah. Uh, yeah, what? <laughs> <laughs> what? What? I want to know how you came back and asked me if you should buy it. You should have bought it before you, you asked you me. You looked at me and said, should I buy it? And I went, Phil, if you don't, I will. Here's the good news, but, fellas. But. The reason I didn't buy it is my spidey senses were tingling. Uh-oh. Something wasn't right about the entire fucking thing. Sounds right. Okay. Something wasn't right. It there is was, one of our shadier friends. Yes. There was there was something about the entire thing that was just too weird. It had fifteen hundred dollars on the price tag, right? It had the guy's phone number, but the guy wasn't there. I know the guy who's the seller. It didn't seem like he'd sell that bike for five hundred, but it's mid Ohio. Weirder things have happened. It's a bike that I had sold brand new in two thousand and two at my dealership. It had all the things that we did to that particular bike done to it, in only a small handful of miles. 900, 1200 miles on the bike, whatever. The price had been marked down from 1500 to 500 and it was, and it was Sunday. Yep. Right? So I'd gone to the booth and I talked to Kevin about it and he said, look, he gave me the name of the guy who's selling the bike. And I said, okay, I know who he is. That's fine. I'll, I'll find him if I need to. And I fucked off. I took pictures of it and I fucked off and I came back to the booth and I was like, man, only a fucking fuck knuckle would not buy that bike. I got to go back and buy that bike. So I went back to buy the bike, but then the owner of the bike was actually there. So I went into the, the, the tent and I went in and I said, hey, I'm here to buy that Bajaj. And he goes, oh, really? And I said, I'm your fuck knuckleberry. <laughs> yes. And I said, I'm here to buy the Bajaj. And he goes, great, cool. And I said, cool. And I pulled, I pre-counted a wad oh, yeah. of 500 yep. bucks out of my pocket. And I pulled the wad out and I said, cool, here you go. Got the title, right? And he goes, yeah, I got the title. Cool. There you go. He counts it out. He goes, well, this is $500. And I said, yeah. And the tag was still hanging on the bike. And I said, $500. And he goes, oh, man, that's Dan. Dan Hostick did that. Uh, <laughs> Dan Hostick was fucking with me. And he put that price down. But you know who was standing right behind him when he said that? Not Dan. But Luke. Kevin's young son. And Kevin's young son has a pretty kind of a pretty decent no bullshit. Oh, yeah. A no bullshit rule. He's just like Kevin. He's raised by Kevin. Yeah. And he looked at me from behind the guy who said, I didn't do that. Dan did that. And he looked at me and he gave me the international. Nope. Pointed at him and just threw him under the fucking bus. <laughs> the man had dropped his price to 500 and then he realized that somebody was willing to pay it. He dropped his price too much. Yep. And then once he got it in his head, somebody else offered him something else. Somebody else offered him something else. He's going to close the deal. But he was uh, an absentee landlord. He wasn't in the booth watching things happen. He wasn't in the room where it happened. So I think that what happened is he'd either made other deals on the side already for the same vehicle, or he just decided he dropped his price too much. Point being, wasn't giving him $1,500. The GB500 that had the water buffalo front wheel on it so instead of having Honda's worst disc breaker, Margaret, Margaret Lee, 
moderately worse disc brake, had the fucking disc brake of the gods, the GT750 Water Buffalo front brake on it, which is sexy. And on a GB500, it's sexier. That bike was a huge drum brake. It is. Yeah, okay. It's a huge drum brake. Yeah. yeah, Water Buffaloes came drum or disc. Drum is what you wanted. It looks great on the GB500, fills that front wheel up nicely, decheapifies the bike. He wanted 7800 for the bike. Came with an MGO custom-painted fairing to match the bike perfectly. Bike was beautiful, had all the factory turn signals removed, replaced with aluminum, cute little ones. Didn't have a ton of miles on it. No scratchy, no scrapies, looked great. And on Sunday, he was like, Phil, give me six grand. It took me one coffee and one Danish to realize that I don't need a third GB500. That's what I said. Yep. <laughs> yeah, because the one that you have has done a lot like, of miles. You have one in a window years. and one stuffed away in a garage. Now what are you going to do with this <laughs> What are you going to do with the other one? I'm going to ride this yeah, one. I'm going to ride this one, right? Yeah. I, I feel that exact same way every time somebody stuffs a uh, SRX 600 in front of me. Yes, yes. I yeah. really, 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 really want to own one yeah. until i got to kickstart the bastard three times. Well, that's I used to feel about SR500s. Right. Same, same. Uh, so instead what I did was I bought the... W650 that had been looking at me longingly from 40 feet away all oh, weekend. Yeah, no, we, <laughs> Dude, if I, it, it was literally under the same tent. As it was you. under the same tent. <laughs> I was slobbering on that one too, man. Oh, yeah. It's a nice yeah. bike, man. Yeah. Well, 20,000 miles, engineer owned, had a Scott, has a Scott oiler installed on it. Yeah. Yeah. What the fuck? That's how you know you're dealing with an engineer. Mm. Fucking bike's is, got a Scott oiler. It is hysterical looking at that bike, yeah. though, and yeah. then looking at my Thruxton side oh, by side. Yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah, this is yeah. literally what they do. That's, like so that's a bevel drive bike? That's no, what? it is not. Okay. What am I seeing there? <laughs> well, does the cam chain run up through that tube and down the other side of the bike? No, it, <laughs> <laughs> no, it does not. <laughs> It's a big What you're looking at is called cosmetics. Cosmetics. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Does the oil at least go up and down through I, the tube? I have, no, I have does, actually yeah. not looked at an exploded diagram of this thing, but it, I laugh every time I see so that. So it's a push rod motor. No, no it's an overhead. It's an overhead cam. It's, it's, it's cam chain. Right. It's, it's right down the middle. That is the exact same motor as the T100 Bonneville. Like they literally designed it for they literally designed it for Triumph. Oh, Kawasaki okay. made a Triumph that runs. Well, your your Thunderbird is a three cylinder Triumph. Yeah, it's not, Kawasaki. It's not, yeah, right. Although the whole thing is nothing. No, it, it literally uh, is just a tackle. You're gonna pull the diagram, aren't you? Yeah, I am. Uh, <laughs> I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. Go, I'm I'm not gonna go completely so far as to say that it's. All bullshit for for a bike that is trying to pretend to be a '68 Bonneville. If it's not a bevel drive and there's not a shaft that which turns the camshaft, then <laughs> it's all bullshit. <laughs> yeah, it's a. Uh, I'll bring. I'm gonna. It's very easy to bring up an exploded diagram of it. It, it might actually ride the cam chain. I'm not it sure. Does. It, center on, it does. Okay. It does. It does. It's it's not completely. It's not like the uh, Amol carburetors on a new Triumph. Oh, yeah, those right? are my favorites. Uh, that's not what it is. Uh, <laughs> that, that's not what it is. It is functional. It is. A th- it, yeah. it is, yeah. yeah. It is functional. It's, There's yeah. one of those tucked in the back. Kind of like, <laughs> what, I, uh, what, what I will tell you is the funny thing is this bike has lived in... Uh, Colorado? Colorado its whole life. So did you have and, to... Uh, how is the tuning of the carbs? 
Uh, it's CV. They're CV carbs. They're oh, not okay. tuned. All yeah, right. they're not. They're not tuned. The CV adjusts for the altitude. Right? Gotcha, gotcha. Uh, okay. Yeah, that's that's how that works. So this is the system. Just just so you can see how it operates. Uh, Thank you. Yep. So um, it is running. So on the end of the cam, you'll see there's this wheel here. Oh, I should probably bring that up so you can see it, so everybody can get a little view of it. Uh, so the way this works, it it is. It is a bevel drive system. It, there you go. There's cool. the there's the motor blow up. They so you really can see did it. put a bevel. It is a bevel drive system. It's not. It's not what you think of when you think of a Desmodronic system or anything. No, no, I didn't say right. Desmo. Yeah, it is a it's, bevel. Right. It's yeah, a bevel. De- there's right. a shaft that goes from the crank. Yeah, yeah. Up exactly to right. The end of the camshaft with bevel yeah. gears on it. Yeah. And I it does really not have a cam chain or a belt. Correct. It has a shaft driven. Yep. Yeah, huh. that's exactly right. So no, Some, that, that's fine. I, somebody I, was I dumb that. enough at Kawasaki to go. You know what we need to build a bevel. It's um, because you know what the, you know what the worst thing about a Ducati bevel is the bevel. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah, well, yes. It's not I mean. something. It is a throwback to a simpler time, but it is also not a high revving engine. Well, yeah, and, and it's there's got a bevel, nothing strip. There's nothing about it that suggests that it would be a high revving and engine. And it's a Kawasaki bevel drive, not a Ducati and bevel that's drive. Also, so that's also that's a, a very ba- very I'm very say there might be a bearing in that. I mean, right. yeah. Yeah, so in case anybody does want to get, you know, knee deep in the guts of the whole thing, Italians <laughs> uh, are like hard and steel, it don't not look good. We No, no, no. It no it no look good. <laughs> it no look good. Uh, but anyway, that's so we will, cam shafts and but candy we, cane connected. But we us. will build we will build a a glass cover so you can see it operate. Yeah, that's true. And that is and that is deadly sexy. There is one? Oh yeah. No. You, I, on the Ducati, oh, yes. The Ducati, yes. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, you need that for your bus. Have you have you never <laughs> seen a gear gazer? Oh, yeah. so that's that's Phil what that is. Um, it, I mean, it is a it is a functional. <laughs> it is anybody a, near to gear gazer? See, it's Phil. as many of those as I've worked on. I have ne- I have always thought, nah, no, they can't be that it stupid. It is, it is, and it is. But that's the thing is, I want to stress, it is not to Kawasaki what the bevel drive system is to Ducati. Okay, it is not the notoriously weak link. It is not the <laughs> reason that nobody buys a W six fifty. Right, right. I, I believe you. Yeah. yeah, you don't have to convince me. It's no, a no, Kawasaki. No, no. I'm it's a Kawasaki. I'm with you on that one. Yeah, I, I'm sure the reason why why we only got them for like what one year, two years. It didn't have a long run. That's for sure. No. 1999 to 2006, apparently. Apparently, but I think and then we it have, went to the 800, right? As yeah. long as you don't ride it the way you ride well, things, you'll be fine. be fine. That's the big question: <laughs> is, is, the, is the new W800? Does it have the bevel? I honestly couldn't tell you, but I think the answer is no. I, I I do not know, but I'm going to find out in about but one the internet. It's, the bevel is the devil. And if you look at the difference, the 650 to 800, it's like five horsepower. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's not It's not a lot. No. Yeah, it's not a lot. Here you go, guys. I'm gonna, yes, the W800 does have the bevel. Really? Show enough. That is... That is Show enough. Hey, look, it's a signature piece from the originals. It's what it makes cool. it what it is. I think it, I think it does. <laughs> I think it does make it look cool. I agree completely. I'm a big fan. Uh, what right? I can tell you about this one that I bought, though, she's a no run so good, man. No, <laughs> no, no, there's problems. Oh, dear. Oh, no. There's issues. What kind of issues? I was going to make you all ride it today, but I didn't want to throw you off your food. Um, it, it, yeah, it is. It, those carburetors are not playing nice together. Oh. It is just farting and snorting and pissing and moaning. Need some sinky, it is sinky. fucking, I mean, the you needles. what I have to say about that? <laughs> I never met a carburetor that does the That's right. It's exactly right. 
That is exactly goddamn right. I, I could quote PETA saying there were zero issues, no issues with this bike. <laughs> yeah. So PETA, you know you're what? listening. Unless you try to ride it, in which Let's case there's one big issue. But wait, you're taking the word from Pete, who also was naked with a mask on in the burnout thing. I mean, you know, he had other things not, on his I'm mind. Not, I'm not sure that is really the guy whose opinion I would give. I love this motorcycle, and I think I bought it the right way. Oh, but yeah. I'm going to assure you of this. It runs equally bad with the choke out. As with the choke in. Yeah. And at the choke out is not right, and the choke in is not right. And choke halfway in between is not right. Hmm. And at no point ever in the entire twisting of the gripping are both carburetors synchronously existing copacetically. So I have a twin max if you need it. I also very, have a twin max. Very, very <laughs> simply put, we're going to have to make an adjustment here. Mm-hmm. And I also think that I, I think that it's running uh, California EPA lean, sure. On top of everything else, but I also think that that she's about as far out of adjustment. But you know, the good news is, what about the gas? It's okay. We All have right. the technology. We have a parts unlimited catalog, <laughs> and you got a Tom. And in the parts unlimited catalog, there is something <laughs> that is identified as the Dynajet kit. Yep. For the W650, and then on a. Uh, Every single W650 owner's forum that you are ever going to look at, mm-hmm. there is required reading that is the DEPA defuckification mm. of this motorcycle. And this the, motorcycle has not been defuckified. I remember the big difference of, of when I uh, bought the BV500 off yes. you. And yes. I was riding it home, and it was so nice. And I got off the highway, and it went... Bleh. Yeah, it died. And I'm like, what the fuck? And yeah. I rode it some more, and it rode great. And then mm-hmm. I stopped again, and it went... Bleh. And it died. And you said... Do me a favor. Open the seat. And yes. Does it have a big canny thing? And I said, yes, it does. And you does said, it look like somebody left a plastic yeah, beer can under yeah, there? You yep. said, rip all that out with veracity. Yes. Yep. With, with maximum, get you, with maximum, maximum hostility. Get you, get yeah. you a couple of, get you little caps. Put Remove you right on top all of it. that shit with extreme prejudice. And guess yep. what happened? It ran great. It, ran it didn't shut off anymore. It ran you know? great. You know, I, I actually screwed up. I'll admit. The, the GT... I know for a fact that every vacuum line of a 25-year-old Vespa is bad. Yep. And this thing there came back a good three one in three times before I finally went, wait a minute, you know I'm what? being dumb. Your mistake only cost him $300 in trailer rental and about <laughs> 21 hours of his time. Oof. Yep, that's all. So when you're there, replace them all. <laughs> yeah. Replace them all. No, if it's 20 years old, replace everything. Replace them all. There is no, there is no, this one looks good. I'm going to leave it. Nope. Well, nope. that's, that's what we were, we were working on. Uh, we had a dude come in where we tore down an LS at work today and it looked really nice and stuff. But the yeah. funny thing is, is the reason that the guy got the motor and they're doing this project is a dude took the motor all the way down and then did not replace the crank bearings. Oof. Like what? all that. Like he took what? everything apart, did all this stuff, what? and was like, oh, they look great. There's no copper showing. We'll just fuck? put it back together. Are you kidding me? Oh, no. no. Well, so it's how, only it's how many thousands of miles? 250,000 miles. And you didn't replace the crank bearings. No, 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 no. The guy, he got the motor off a dude because it started to have problems. Okay. All right. And the reason it has problems is the dude bought it originally, tore yeah. it all down. Okay. Redid everything except for the crank bearings and then put it back together and it lasted 10,000 miles and had an issue. This dude, it, nothing terrible happened, but it was yeah. running like shit. It, yeah. Oil pressure was low yeah. because the oil was squirting through the crank it's bearings. It's literally going through the cam bearing, right. crank bearings. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, so, my God. So, no, but so they, what was interesting is, is, so we have a genius, this dude, Brian Nutter, who is like. Imagine being the guy that built that 10,000 miles ago 
and now your shit's in the wind on television. Because you didn't spend twenty five dollars. Twenty five bucks. Yeah. Ten thousand miles later, your engine rebuild fails. Right. Wow. But what's cool about this is that so he went and they have all the stock specs. Yeah. And so he measured everything because the rest of it is not damn or nothing's right. really bad. So he got to see how much wear was on a two hundred fifty thousand mile right. LA. It's not that much, man. No, it's, it's, it's there's a, a there's a reason they use them for taxis. That's true. Yeah. And yeah. And there's a reason that motor probably has existed since the sixties. Oh, yeah. yeah. The right? only thing that ever kills anything that's powered by an LS yeah. is the automatic it's, transmission. Yeah, yeah, right. Because when the transmission goes out, everybody goes, Well, I'm not spending three thousand dollars to put that in my truck. Right. I'll just go buy another truck. An LS with no modifications can be pushed to 600 horsepower, no problem. Yeah. Right. They're doing... You don't they're, have to even... T- like, just a stock LS. It's in a whole yeah. lot of work they're, trucks. They're yeah. taking yeah. this thing. They're yeah. throwing, obviously, new bearings and everything. A bigger crank, all this stuff. They're going to get 800 to 900 horsepower, and it's going to be reliable as shit. Yeah. Yep. And that's, that. you know, as, ever, as, as much as everybody jokes, you LS swap the world. Yes. Right. Because it's a good idea. Right. right. Except you know, it is. It has been driving New York City taxi cabs for sixty years. Yeah, I think this motor originally came out of a fleet vehicle, which which is Makes good. Sense. It's funny people avoid those, but there's a dude whose job is literally to change oil on fleet vehicles. Yeah, you but know you know, I mean? like, you know what I know about changing oil in fleet fleet vehicles? You stick this thing down the tube and it sucks all the oil out you yeah. stick another tube in it and Vampire. it puts all the oil back in <laughs> well, but either way whatever but it man it still is changing the oil yeah. yeah dude like this motor looked great i oh, mean yeah. like you know yeah no that's you know they I, toured a couple of years ago that you know you cannot you cannot find what is it the um the ford escape yeah. you cannot find a reliable ford escape but the Ford Escape hybrids, they were using them in New York City, and they had like a million miles yeah. of these bastards. Yeah. They pulled the motor down. The motor was fine. Hey, speaking of motors. Speaking of motors. Uh-oh. Dead Guy Dodge made it to mid-Ohio Yay! and back. <laughs> Dead Guy Dodge made it there and back. And back. And, and, it, only, and only, it didn't mosquito fog the entire place. It didn't blow up. It didn't do anything. The only thing I noticed is I need TV joints. So I'm going to go see Shane and have oh, him do some yeah, CN tie rush because yeah. I don't feel like fucking with that. I don't blame you. And, and you know what else? Uh, What's that? You're running that negative five weight oil? Yeah. <laughs> well, no, that, so, so check this out. It's really weird. So Brian, this guy at work who is this motor genius, yeah. he said that most of the big trucks now are running it because it gets better. You know, And he said once you're at operating temperature, yeah. it's exactly equal to Same what thing. it was there. Yeah. Oil does not remove friction. It actually creates friction. Yeah. It just transfers the friction to the oil. To the oil. Right, but a lot of those surfaces ride on the oil, so that's what you want. Right. So what, what I'm saying is when you, you get less friction... Yeah. When you go to a light, it has to be oil. there, right? Yeah. It has the to high, be there. The, the hypermiling guys with the Vetter right. Challenge and yeah. stuff, those guys were like running like a zero weight WD 40. Yeah, <laughs> kerosene, baby, kerosene. Yeah. yeah, but I was, yeah. I was, it was that added to the adventure because I really wanted to get there to reserve our spot. Yeah, and so I got on the highway and I'm like, okay, so far, so good. And then I put it on cruise control and it was just doing its thing. I'm like, yeah, baby. <laughs> so, one of my friends that, that's always there, we showed up um, by the time we did breakfast. By the time we did the, the, the light duty loadout that we did at the shop. Well, but if people don't know, it wasn't like you and your bikes were coming down. You had a, a complete carnival. I had a yeah. complete entourage. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I had two, 75 clowns. yards or feet of footage. So we had 75. I paced it off. We had 75 yards yeah. of real estate, not counting Tom's camp. Yep. And the Biddles, Biddles camp. Oh right? wait, and on top of that, yeah. um, two of the uh, Nokomoto listeners mm-hmm. donated two more spots That's to Pete and Squiggy. Correct or Squiggy? Yeah, Squiggy. <laughs> 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 so we did have, 
an atrocious amount of space, but I will say we were tight. Yeah. We had a very extremely high density to our group. So next year? Yeah. So we had a good tent city. With You we bought two did. and I we had the slept. one. So we had three of the summit tents. Next year, we got to go for a two-story building. Oh, <laughs> That's the only thing we could do to go. We need yeah. our own, yeah, yeah, our yeah, own yeah. tower. We've, we have discussed <laughs> this behind the scenes. I'm going to tell you that um, Kevin rented that tent that Kevin had, if you, if you know who we're talking about. Uh-huh. Kevin rented this. It was a tent like the captain has, right? Yeah. A, tent, a tent like... They have. The big top. The big top. So they rented that, and it's $650 hairs. Right. They set it up on Wednesday night. So when you show up, it's there. Right. It has vinyl sides that pull closed like garage doors. Yeah. You could sleep about 70 people in it. Right. The biggest mid-Ohio monsoon can't fuck with that thing. Oh. It is driven in the ground on fucking pilings, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, there's, they said that during the monsoon that hit on Thursday night, that, that thing didn't wiggle, right? <laughs> that thing didn't wiggle. We were hanging on to ours. But it still didn't. We were doing that out of precaution. Well, the, I think, because we've learned. Now, yeah, but I think we have handle, fucked around, and the, we have found out. The Coleman I had, yeah. the Coleman I had was moving. Yes, it was. The three summits that you guys had did yeah. not move. Well, no, again. They were kind of shifting, but they, they were. were you, had that, you said they had that nice suspension system. Yeah, the top. Spring-loaded. Spring-loaded So tops. you could see it. When yeah. the wind would hit them, it would go, they and then shorter. pop back oh, yeah. up. Yeah. It was amazing. Yeah. But because they weren't rigid, right? They tended to not be so like, well, airborne. That, well, that kept that took all the energy out of it, smashing the thing. I think so. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. it's a brilliant thing. But I was just saying, I'm just just throwing it out there. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not saying anybody has to do this, but I'm saying that if somebody were so inclined for six hundred and fifty dollars, we could show up and pet and set up no tents, mm-hmm. and we could leave and taking down no tents. That's not bad either. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just saying. It's not bad. Yeah. I am the guy that brought the Thor Fun Mover garage and upper deck sleeping area for my 50th birthday to Mid-Ohio. Yeah, you need right. to do that every year. Yeah. Yeah. Was, yeah. <laughs> you do that every Actually, year. Actually, yeah. that was a lot more than $650, John. Yep. Well, now, now that I live in a commune, if you guys didn't know, my wife, right. I came home and there's just people living at our house now. I saw that. Yeah. So that You just occasionally have RVs show wait, up wait, in your wait, driveway? Wait, wait. No, it yeah. gets better. They're selling it. So that's the thing. Oh, wait. You're entertaining fucking buyers? No, no. At no. the cinch compound? No, they're taking it somewhere. And somebody that, what I'm saying is, oh. is that they're not going to have said RV in a few days. Oh, they're going to become tenants. And then they live in my house. They become tenants. Yeah. Nice. Uh, yeah. I can Airbnb my RV over there if you <laughs> yeah. want. Yeah. 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 Put it out there by the pond. I like that idea. <laughs> no problem. Oh, yeah, that's a great idea. All I know, though, is that like I'm always worried about, like, man, you know, Amy's going to get mad if I bring this motorcycle home, you yeah. know, about that. She doesn't care about bringing people home. You know, <laughs> you know, this is not the giraffe you promised. Right. right, right, right you right. promised giraffes. <laughs> oh, wow. You have that's people. Uh, this is not giraffes. It would be fun. I, I, I cannot. The build-in and the tear-down. Yeah. The build-in for me is part of the adventure. You guys watch me this whole weekend. All I do is pick up cans. Yeah. Right? I just, I'm perpetually cleaning. Right, yeah, I think everybody had a, a good trash. We did good with all the I trash think we bags did great. and stuff. There wasn't one thing left when we left. I think we did a beautiful job. Yeah, but the idea of building that FEMA camp, mm-hmm. it's like an, it's a it's a four hour episode. Oh, easy, yeah. And then tearing it down, that's where I'm the guy who's just we, like, <sighs> we we figured it out. Yeah, it took Becky and I two hours. Yeah, you guys are completely start, self contained, start to finish. To get everything down and included a thirty-minute break in between to have you know a, yeah, a couple cocktails. of mimosas and yeah. you know, 
And it took us two hours to get the, tr- the element loaded and, uh, and fuck off. Wow. I was looking for the U-Haul truck y'all rented <laughs> because there's no way your entire camp fit in a fucking Honda element. There's just no way. And you guys tore up. When you guys tore the system down, oh, yeah. Tom's got it down to a science. He knows where every little item goes. Yep. But when he's set up, it's like it's literally like a platoon size mess hall. <laughs> yeah, it's a chow hall. Well, and and like I said, next year Becky's planning for a buffet buffet line. Oh my so god, man! We're gonna Jesus get we're Christ. gonna get Johnny Mac on this, and well, yeah. I mean, if she's gonna do all that, then yeah. I, oh, yeah. I won't. I'll just let her do all that. I'll, <sighs> I'll contribute. To this is that. you mean, know the stern the, the 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 white buffet tables with the sterno and the whole nine oh yards. Oh my god! Yeah, no, we're thinking about that. It's going to turn into a wedding. Yeah. Well, that's going to happen. Probably. Wedding some, reception. Some guy's going to go, hey, look at that ramp. <laughs> <laughs> I just blew everybody's eardrums out with a laugh. Um, I, I like, have brought full-size grills down there. Yeah. Just oh, yeah. I mean, right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's, the, that's the power if, move. The power move is the garbage pick a full-size we grill. Were, we were talking and about. And just abandon shit. We were yeah. talking about that. We were talking about looking for Weber's before. I wanted a couch so bad. A I couch? I to the marketplace and get a free couch and really? put it on the... Put it on the trailer and tow it around with the quad. Just be like, oh. That's not a bad idea. Now that I know what I'm looking at here, this is this is a different thing. Yeah. All right. All right. That makes sense. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. If we get a tent. Get a couple couches. Have a get whole, a couple of couches. Oh, have a whole oh, lounge. Yeah. Do you know Every what? ugly couch is free in the, you know, in the Mansfield area. This is not the Set first up, time we send it to pick up trucks out. Do you this know is, that's going to, we're going to, we're going to be able to do that one. We burn them. We're going to be able to do I was that. Say, this is not going to be the first time we've had a, a couch bonfire. We're going to be able to do that one time. One but, time, you know what I mean. One time when the tra- those guys that picked up the trash on Sunday morning, their whole operation was designed to pick up fifty-five gallon drums of trash. You throw a wrench at them, right? You throw three couches at them. They're going to be like, "Yeah, you're going to have to take that over to the dumpsters yourself." You know, that's what's going to happen. We're going to be fighting over who's going to take it home. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Next year though, I'm getting so I found out at work. Yeah. DX Engineering has like basically their radio antenna towers. Yeah. But you can use them as flagpoles. Oh. And they're whip and they fold down, but they go up to like 40 feet. Really? So then we got to get a big ass flag yeah. and we got to fly, you know. Because so, we need more assholes in our booth. Yeah. So a couple of years ago, <laughs> hey, Barber, everybody that came to our booth was awesome. Everybody was awesome. A couple yeah. of years ago, Barber, yeah, my, my former ahead. boss yeah. brought a electric smoker. I had an electric he, smoker there all that's, weekend. That's, yeah, you did. <laughs> But that's uh, the world's smallest electric smoker. That's that's I what he did. Was one hundred and ten joints of that <laughs> was competitive. Was competitive meat smoking. Yeah, that's what they and call it. That's what they call it. <laughs> <laughs> and it, at the end of the week, it was one of his old ones, so he just left it behind. And the staff did fight each other for it. Wait, let's go back to competitive meat. Competitive smoking. meat. Smoking. <laughs> I'm still so. I'm, I'm now that's still, a band name. I'm still chewing on that one. <laughs> that's I mean, a band I thought name. I thought I saw that at a drag show one time. It was competitive meat. Smoking oh, it's Ohio. Time. You can't say words like that. Oh, that's right. I'm sorry. God. And I said that in a positive way. That wasn't a derogatory joke. In case you were wondering, I was uh, I was considering that next year um, that we do next year perhaps might be the year since we have a whole year to stockpile. Oh yeah, now we're planning ship ship boxes. Yeah, yeah. three sixty four. It's just like I, th- I think we have. I think we have a year. I think we have a year to stockpile ship boxes, and I think that we sold. I don't know if you guys know this, but I sold every bike I wanted to sell. Okay. <laughs> and even one or two that weren't on that we got to sell these lists. But I was like, well, you know, uh, we have enough, we have enough bikes for the bodies that want to ride them. 
And then I sold the green buddy, the gangrene, which was a valuable team player. Yeah. Right. And so selling gangrene was like, ooh, man, uh, boy, that's a solid bike, right? That was a solid bike. And I hated to see that one go because that one did a lot of heavy lifting, could do a lot of heavy lifting. But then when the guys from MotoHop bought the uh, Aprilia, I've, I've made an announcement. I have just sold the Aprilia. <laughs> I made the announcement. I have just sold the Aprilia. That didn't stop a million but people. That nope. apparently didn't stop somebody or people from riding the Aprilia. And I think it was an innocent mistake. I think that Wendy and her husband, Mike, just didn't get the memo because they might have been doing something else. Sure. That the Aprilia Scarabeo had been sold because Mike took it out in the very slippery conditions and had an innocent tip over in it. But that was very cold comfort to the guy who had just paid real money for it. Right. And he's our buddy, too. And he's our buddy, and the bike was pristine. Yeah. And I'm going to preface that by saying was. Right. Pristine. And so that was a little bit of a, that was a little bit of a sad moment, sad trombone moment, because I know if the communication would have been better, that that wouldn't have happened. Right. I know, know what, that Mike wouldn't have taken that bike out and ridden it had he known somebody else had bought you know, it. You know what I noticed? And this, I mean, this was my fault, but I was kind of holding... There plenty of alternatives. Oh, wait. Yeah. If, I, if you just let me have one for one second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hate to do this to you. But let that be a lesson to all. If you buy a vehicle, take the fucking keys. Absolutely. You bought, you bought the vehicle, you own the keys. Yep. If you leave the vehicle after the point of purchase, if you leave the vehicle surrounded by fucking hyenas... Don't be surprised <laughs> if it gets ridden. Right. Take the keys and relocate that son bitch out of the line of sight. You saw a couple of years ago when I had my Benelli, or I'm sorry, when I had my TNT, my SSR 125 there, my white one. You'll saw, and when I had the uh, Sherco that put a hole in my leg. But when I had that, you'll see that I didn't put it in the lineup. No. That's what I didn't either. I, I had that shit way back over by the fence. Yep. You had to fight through me in a trailer to get that bike. Right. Consequently, after 1.5 days, I was the only one with a clutch lever. <laughs> because somebody went through our camp and crashed every SSR. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Whose SSR, who SS, who's SSR survived the weekend? This I know time? yours didn't. Dan's bike. You had, your shit got busted, right? Yep. But not by you. Nick's bike, which is probably the most ridden SSR, yes. yeah. still has the original clutch lever, I believe. I don't know, dude. I think my green one, I have about 2,000 hours on the green one. Okay. Well, uh, yeah, fair enough. But the yeah. point is, yeah. there was a year, a few years ago, where everything single SSR, you'd think SSR made the clutch levers out of fucking, you know, angel wings, yeah. feathers. No, it wasn't. We had a fucking gremlin running through our camp who'd take off with an SSR and come back with a broken lever. You right? know, and the thing that you can do with those, and, and they're 30 bucks, and then you never have to worry about that again. The flippy-dippy levers. No, the, the bark bus. Yeah, bark bus. Yeah. You can throw them on the ground all you want. You're not breaking anything except for yourself. That's true. Did you have bark busters on the, uh, the, the Bukowski? Yeah, that's why it didn't break when I did my, my uh, high side. Nice. My, my super cool low side to the high side. Dude, that was the best. <laughs> you're like sliding into the camp. You're like, check me out. Yeah, look at I me. Heard, I heard you put the power on. Yeah. You're like, I'm like, Steve's coming in hot. <laughs> Locked up the back tire. <sighs> Lean angle. Perfect slide. Power skid. It, he had it till he didn't. And then he didn't And then I tried anymore. so hard. I pushed so hard to keep it from going over. Boy, you did. Happening, and man. I saw that look on your face when it started to turn into a high side. I was like, shit. You just made the O face? Yeah. Oh, yeah. fuck. So do you think that Mid-Ohio puts the big chunks of asphalt out on the roads on purpose? <laughs> <laughs> You're riding along, and then all of a sudden there's a nine-inch 
Dutch oven sized chunk of fucking ass. You know, I kept hollowing those out in the middle of the aisle, and I was like, well, how did this get here? Where do they keep coming from? I think they need to redo them. They're starting to break down into small pieces. They need some more bigger ones and slow people down. Cow chips out there. (laughs) Fucking hell, man. But it is phase. I didn't know anybody could achieve 100 miles an hour between Louvin Moto Corner, Kentucky (laughs) Corner, and our campsite. But I saw it happen several times. Oh, yeah. Several times. The amount of people that had extreme velocity on within what? You know, 75 yards. My my favorite was at night during the burnouts, occasionally, like it's pitch fucking black. The dude doesn't have a headlight. He has what can only be called a pen light. Right. Duct taped to his forehead. Yep. And he's going 130 into the darkness. Oh, yeah. I was like, all right, man, you go. I I freed, I, I catch and released about 30 water balloons <laughs> into the burnout pit. Nice. From maximum Phil Waters' effective range of a 50-year-old man that used to throw grenades. Yeah. Right? And I don't have I don't have great accuracy, but I have solid consistency. There you go. And once I got my range, I'm gonna drop them in not a pickle barrel, but maybe a 55-gallon drum. And Becky was backing me up, and Becky kept, she, had, she was nursing five or six water balloons yeah. at a time. And I got one of those things from Aldi where you put it to one thing and it inflates 50 water balloons. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's a big, it's amazing. My daughter had those. They're really cool. It's really efficient. Yeah. And so I did those, and I was just sending them, and just randomly sending them. And the fun thing was, when you'd, when you'd send one into the pit, there was that moment of, fuck you. But then other people would be like, no, that's nice. Yeah. That's nice. You need to send more. You need a garden hose. Because that shit was thick. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't know why anybody would stay in there. The captain, the Andrew, has got 47 different types of emphysema right now. Oh, There's yeah. no way he's not sick. No. Yeah. It was crazy. He goes, the quote of the evening was, after Pete had gone, yeah. right, he was trying to resurrect the event. And I heard the phrase, the phrase that pays, y'all are making it pretty hard on the captain this year. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's Andrew telling, that's Andrew telling the world, hey guys, pay a fucking attention, man. Just pay attention. Well, there was some good, the dude with the, I don't even know what you call it. It's a Honda two-stroke that looks like a Galaxy 500, but it's like a 250 or a 125. A Galaxy 500 is a car. No, no, no. The, what's the two-stroke race bike? It's not the. An NSR? No, no, it's something gamma? like gamma, 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 gamma five hundred. That's whatever. Suzuki. Five hundred is a gamma five hundred. But it had, it, it had the back, it had the back thing, like with the exhaust coming out. Oh the yeah, back. it was, it was an really, NSR. Is it an yeah. NSR? No, yeah. it wasn't an NSR. It wasn't an NSR. No, it was either like an interceptor. It's some weird. I've never seen. But it, it was before. a two stroke. Two stroke. It had two little exhaust systems. Two little. That's a JDM up. import. Okay. NSR two fifty. NSR two fifty. He was running it around. All right. Well, it had a different name on the back. So I mean, whatever. But anyways, different markets. But so he started to do the burnout. Right. And it caught. And it launched about fucking 15 feet into the air into the crowd in front of him. I've never seen a small bike go woof and just fucking wail into people. Yeah. The video's out there. Yeah. Is it really? Yeah. (gasps) That's fierce. Well, that's that's the first thing I I kept telling Becky. I was like, do not stand here. She's like, why? This is where it's going to go. Yeah, yeah. If they this lose is where, it, when they lose it, the bike is going to go. Yeah, if wow. said tire that is spinning without traction gets traction, oh yeah, that momentum has to go somewhere. That board that John launched, <laughs> yeah, I've seen even hurricane. I've seen two befores. That really yeah. makes me sick to my stomach because that's the last <sighs> thing I wanted to happen. And the last thing I want to do is come home from Mid Ohio with a lawsuit and yeah, oh, yeah. That was having a bad time. Yeah, yeah, that was. I mean, not for nothing. Holy shit, that board got up and moved. Yeah. 
Well, you know what's weird about your bike? Your 250? Yeah. You were right. That back tire, he had like a 765-year-old tire on the back of it, and somehow it had grip. Uh, that is some weird rubber fucking ke- chemistry I mean, going you know, on right there. Once it lights up, it lets go, and then you're good. Yeah. You can right. just, oh, right. I can do this all day long. Yeah. No, it fought right into the fucking yeah. ground. Yeah. It just wanted to fucking... And that board has quarter-inch grooves in it. Yeah, yeah, it we're, ate we're the wood. burnt down through it. I mean, like, if I had stayed <laughs> on it, I could have burnt through that board. Yeah, oh, there's no doubt. Yeah. No, there was fire. Yeah. That board had made the chemical transition from wood to charcoal. And the... the the, the tire is not worn at all. Nothing. Right? I'm, like, they're, I'm like, they're still square, blocky treads. I'm like, yeah. what is going on with this? <laughs> yeah. The bike you all saw, I mean, I'm not that anybody gives a fuck, but the bike that you guys are talking about went past the booth several times, and it's a Honda NSR80. It's a JDM import. Okay. Um, I'll pull up some pictures so you guys can take a look at it, uh, see what it looks like, because it is a really cool bike. It's a really, really neat bike along the lines of the YSR50 and the yeah, YSR80. But this dude was just beating the living snot beating out the of Beating the fucking tar out of that thing. Yeah. I mean, just giving it no fucks. I didn't know he launched it. Yeah. I had no idea he launched that thing, because it's an adorable little bike. You know, and it gets all the... Well, that, no, see, his tailpipes came through the back. Steve, they made them for more than one year. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. I mean, if you want me to, I, I can no, show that's you... Fine. That's yeah, fine. Yeah, I, I can show you the picture of the ones where the tailpipes come through the bodywork, but yeah, so uh, they... Okay. Yeah, his did, yeah, his did have the ones that kind of come up under the bike, uh, but that's that particular year. The, uh, the two holes in the back is usually the dead giveaway, the JDM models. Gotcha. But the, uh, really super cool. Uh, I it, it pains me to see some of the priceless shit that was there uh, get fucking keel hauled. Yeah, yeah. What about so, the dude that wailed into like the and whatever the thirty thousand dollar bike up at the swap shop? You hear about that? No, tell me more. I I, I just heard tidbits. Uh, uh, the guy blue shirt uh, man bun. Blue shirt man bun. They were searching for blue shirt man bun guy. What? Oh, yeah. 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 Are blue you shirt, talking about? Blue shirt man bun guy was riding, you know, any number of shitbox fucking bikes. Right. Fucking was doing what you do when you're an idiot and then fucking looped the bike into a fucking display of all the Japanese JDM no. big time shit. Oh, God. The place with the compos? I, 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 I can't I can't verify I, I don't know where every compo had a sixty eight hundred dollar price tag. <laughs> Apparently this dude's bike landed on the thirty eight thousand dollar and whatever the fucking oh, race bike is. Oh ouch. Fuck, man. And he just got up and left. He didn't he didn't even talk to the people or do anything to try to rectify the That's situation. That's a tough one. That yeah. is a tough one. So if you're a blue shirt man bun out there, oh people are hunting God. you Look, Sleepy enough. found his phone. They'll find blue shirt man That's bun true. guy. My yeah. camera. Shout yeah. out yeah. to They're the guy. camera. That's yeah. right. Yeah, found his fucking camera. And that's the right event. I swear to God, somebody, um, the guys that bought the Navi off of me, yeah. the guys that bought the Navi off of me, they're Christian Motorcycle Association people. This is their first time there. They'd never been to that kind of an event. And they work a lot of events, but they'd never been to that one before. Something. Ooh, the Navi can hold a lot of those so wafers. So fucking crazy. Yeah, it can, you right? You had to go yeah, to church. Body of Christ, body of Christ, body of Christ, yeah. all the bodies of Christ for all my friends. <laughs> but so as I was unloading my shit out of the Navi, I was also unloading some of the shit that was in some of the other don't you know the the bikes we were selling and i mean these people bought that bike hard and by the way how bad do you feel if you're the guy that was trying to hustle me for an 1800 dollars deal on that navi and then the guy who said i'll give you two grand for it that guy said i'll give you two grand for it on sunday if you still have it and gave me a deposit and he got blown out of the water on fucking saturday oh yeah right by people who were straight up like take my money 
That is a brand new fucking Navi. Yeah. Take my money. Well, that was the one guy came up and he was like, he was like, man. I'll give you 1500 Yeah, he's like, they're new, they're 18. And then and you were like, well, what about right. all the other fees? That I saw the fucking list one. that was $3,980 out the door. Clearly, you know. sir, you've never purchased a motorcycle there was, before. There was, one right. in, there was one in Medina that had been dropped yeah. on Marketplace. Yeah. No damage, 300 miles, just like yours. Right. 1600 and before I could hit, hey, yeah, it's gone. it was gone. It's gone. It's gone. There's well, one I sold it for two grand. Yeah, and there's one at 23. No it's asked. been there for two weeks. Happy people. But one of the things I was kind of clearing out when I was clearing shit out, I found a cable lock. There was a cable lock under the seat of oh, one of them yeah, scooters. Yeah, 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 that one. Just a little cable lock, whatever it was, you know, yeah. cheapo thing. It was free. It, it came with gangrene. It had a key. It had a key in a cable lock. Yay. Yeah. So as I'm giving the people the bike, right? Because I told them I'd really rather keep this bike till Sunday and sell it to you on Sunday, and they were like, "That's that that deal doesn't work for us. Yeah. We want to ride it now. Yep. This place is big. You have you seen this place yet? It's huge." Yeah. And they were not the people that like to walk a lot. So I said, "Great." So then, as we're going through things and we we're doing the deal, signing paperwork, he goes, "That lock. Can I give you ten bucks for that lock?" <laughs> and it was like the time the guy bought the chain off of us for the Trail Seventy. It was just an asset we didn't even know we had. Yeah. But it was an asset that was so important. He goes, yeah, because I'm going to lock this son of a bitch up everywhere I go. I was like, we left 26 bikes in a row last night with the keys in them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Literally. Yep. We are the opposite of security. Yeah. Yep. It is seriously, walk up to the campsite and take a pick. Yeah. Just grab a bike, fuck off with it. Please bring it back in the morning. Yeah. In because, one piece, more or less. Because we do. I couldn't believe when I went to bed on Friday night, I was like, we just left the keys in every goddamn bike. Well, I- I left the keys in his KE100 yeah. in the swap meet. And you yeah. were like, where are the keys? I'm like, yeah. they're, in, they're, they're in the in bike. It. They're in it. Well, I, both I thought you were there. I left all my keys in my I bikes know. there too. Best way not to lose them is to leave them in it's the bike. That's what I, I sat there on Saturday or Friday. Friday or Saturday. When yeah. I had the bikes up at the booth, up by, my yeah. bike's up there. And I was going to take the keys out. I'm like, if I take these keys out, I will lose they're them. They're going oh, yeah. forever. And then oh, yeah. I'll never get these things. I was like, you know, whatever. And now think about that. Translate that to any other part of your life. People column lock their bikes in front of my shop, in front of the service department, with the door open. People looking at your bike and they column lock it. So when Tom or I go out to move it, it's fucking column locked. (laughs) And we get all the way back in and find their paperwork and get the keys. And we're like, son of a bitch, column lockers. But we are fucking leaving keys in bikes where there are 40,000 people walking around and we only know 38,000 of them. Right. Right. Oh, man. But you know what? I did notice this this year, and it depended. We might so, be asking for it. But I think, so in the past, right? Yeah. You'd see a bike that was at 4000 bucks, and you knew the guy wanted 2500 Yeah. This year, I didn't sell shit, and I, and I wasn't, I mean, I wanted a fair price, but I yeah. put a higher price on it. Right. Nobody negotiated. I talk, The guy came to me on the, actually, today, yeah. on the fucking thing. He was like, hey. He goes, uh, I saw you had that bike, but it was 35. It was a little high. I'm like, yeah. I started with the fucking price that I could come down from. Exactly. He's like, and then he goes, man, I would have taken it for 28. I'm like, that was my fucking price. You should have fucking said, like, cool. hey. Do you want it now? Yeah. But, like, what the fuck, well, man? You, you were down to a price on the KE that Becky and I were looking at it going, Honestly. Well, well we yeah. could just buy that. That's right. why I, I couldn't, yeah, I couldn't let it go the for KE that. The KE was a sore dick deal. Oh, yeah. The KE was a sore dick deal. I rode that from deal. the top of the, from the swap. I hate, I hate Kickstarter. Well, outside of Vespas and Lambertas. Oh, that bike is I barely a Kickstarter. I hate Kickstarter yeah. bikes. Yeah. That bike, you barely kick it, and it's like, let's go. If you yeah. get on that bike wrong, you might accidentally start exactly. it. Exactly. <laughs> right, and yeah. I rode it down, and I was yeah. like, oh, this is kind of cool, and then I wicked yeah. it. 
and I wicked it, and as soon as I wicked it, it hit the power band. Yeah. It's like, oh, we're going. Yeah. yeah. It's a happy little. Bike. Oh, it's happy. It's I a know. really happy. And I went, bike. I this I could get it. It looks great. Oh, and it looks if great. The kid, it's got a three thousand dollar paint job on a thousand dollar bike. Exactly. Yeah. The kid, if the kid that offered me the money, he offered me like seven fifty and a go kart. Yeah, that deal. It was almost there, but then then John asked the right questions. Yes. And and he's like, well, the handle broke off the pull start, and I was like, well, that's cool, I can fix that. Nope. And he's like, well, and the the kick, the pull start really doesn't work that well, and uh, it needs tires and an exhaust and uh, uh-huh. brakes and uh, and now you're just hauling trash. Yeah. Hey, yes. How was that? Just needs one little part, Coleman. You bought. <laughs> what I well, noticed that it well, wasn't at Mid Ohio. Well, okay, this is my fault. This is truly, yeah, truly well, neither of the Coleman's. At this Mid-Ohio. is truly yeah. the, my Coleman is my fault, and I will admit this because I posted on on Facebook that I was I bought a, I bought the torque converter. And the torque converter I bought came with a sleeve because you go from what is it, uh, five? What is it? 100, 116 millimeters to one inch. Because um, you know that's the way it works. Well, I decided that I didn't like the I didn't like the oil when it came out of the Coleman motor. It's a high sun, one hundred and ninety six cc or some craziness. So I went ahead. I was a I was a horror fraught, and they had the two two four. Because you buy the 212 or the 212 Ghost, blah, 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 if you want all the crazy stuff, or you just go to the 224 and it's got the same horsepower. So I'm like, all right, fine, I'll buy that. Threw it in the bike, started up, had it running perfect, runs great. Go to put the torque converter on. Oh, it's got a three-quarter inch shaft. Hmm. So I'm like, all right, last minute, last ditch effort, I buy a sleeve off Amazon because they'll ship it overnight. Gets there. Instead of having the two keyways, like the sleeve that comes with the, the torque converter, it has one sleeve. And the keyways don't line up. And I'm like, not even at all. Not even at all. Well, no, it needs two keyways yeah. because the torque converter has a keyway and the crank has a keyway. So to get the sleeve to work, you have to have one and then the other one. And I'm like, great. So his Sordic deal, Coleman, that can't be beat, yeah. just has one small issue. It was like that Yerfdog cart yeah. that yep. has yep. just one issue. Right. That you're gonna get that Yerf dog and realize it's got a fucking nope. it's got more issues than Time Magazine. Nope. Right. That thing's gone. Well, I, I bought my issues. I knew what I was getting into. I didn't care. I'm going, most I'm going used, down the rabbit hole. Yeah, most used chainsaws nope. are not a good value. Nope. No. Except when you buy them from Dan. And if I if I look at your Coleman sideways, you yell at me. So That's right. <laughs> Leave your fucking hands off that yep. thing. <laughs> you gotta stop calling it a Coleman though. It's the U-Haul bike. Well the U-Haul, U-Haul bike U-Haul. didn't come because at the last minute, well, first of all. I made the decision to not bring three trucks down. Yeah. I brought the van and a big ass trailer, and I bought the brought the white truck and a U-Haul trailer. Right? Mm-hmm. I figured we could sleep in the U-Haul trailer if we had to. That's yeah. enough. That's enough. Yeah. If I wanted the Coleman, I could have brought the red truck and a Kendon yeah. and brought six more bikes. Yeah. Turns out we didn't need six more bikes. Mm-hmm. Plus, we had all the truck to move and all that other bullshit. Right. Turns out, my definition of keeping it simple was to only bring eighteen bikes. Yeah. Right. Okay, fair enough. Because mm-hmm. we threw two SSRs in on top of Liza's sidecar rig at the last minute. Oh, yeah, because mm. I, I looked up and you brought up the SSRs. I'm like, what? What? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wait, this wasn't even... Am I going to have to PDI bikes? And sure enough, I had to try to work on the And one of them didn't work. Right. So, like, of the two SSRs I brought, one of them was so rat I, I, I wanted to ask you that. Yeah. So, you've sold several of those. Probably, oh, my what, God, like, yes. Probably, like, 100, maybe? A lot. Yeah, a lot. Have you ever had a... Like, that was the first one I had one, one other seen. one that was a no-starter. Okay. And it was a coil, a CDI problem. Gotcha. Yeah. I, I yeah. mean, as soon as I get two minutes ahead of myself, I'm going to pull it in the back and figure out what it is. That's fine. We knew that the SSR people were going to be there. QJ Motor. Yeah. 
But what I didn't know was that they weren't going to bring a single fucking SSR. Their entire booth was QJ. Yeah. Had they, had they or me brought half a dozen SSRs, theoretically, I could have had a slasher sale and sold a bunch of them for a grand a pop. Right. Turns out, no, though, because we had the ones that we had marked at a grand a pop and nobody bought them. So Yeah, but I, did I have a big sign? I would have had a sign. Like, I think... We didn't have a sign because I got tired of entertaining low money, no rent bitches. Yeah. No, no, Phil. Phil. Yeah. Phil. Yeah. We ha- you, you haven't told the most important story of the week. What was that? Negotiation. Fucking, yeah. Steve brought it up. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Ten years ago, <laughs> ten years ago, I took a hard stance. Ten, fifteen years ago, John remembers, I put everything in my booth. I priced a dozen bikes. The best fucking price we could cook up. I mean, uh, the legit, intelligent, well-thought-out fucking price. And we put on there, firm. Don't negotiate. Don't even ask. We've done the negotiations for you. And we put the price on the bike. SR500, running, with a title, $950. It looked great and ran great. Ride it around all weekend, $950. Firm as hell, printed on the... The pie plate. Firm as hell, don't even ask. You take 450 No, dude. Now it says firm as hell. Yeah. The reason we did that is because mid-Ohio had been overrun by young people that don't know how to negotiate. Mm-hmm. Okay? So we had such a bad time trying to sell the bikes firm as hell. The price is what the price is. That we gave up on the concept. We had the concept. We were 10 years too early. Yep. Okay? We tried the concept out. It failed miserably. We went back to mid-Ohio pricing. Price it for double what you want, double what you'll take, or, or in, that, in that ballpark, Which right? has always worked up until this year. Well, it turns out here's the thing. We had these young gentlemen show up. Yep. Yeah. This is in our podcast. But anyway, young fellas showed up, all with the super cool uh, pit viper glasses on and stuff, super, super sexy little guys. And they all showed up, and they were just like, what's allow us to go? Fuck you. Don't ever ask me that question. Because <laughs> yeah. if I can't say something like, well, what's allow us to go? Well, we told them to on the podcast. Exactly. Yep. Thank you. <laughs> Don't do that. You walk up, you look at the bike, you say, hi, Tom, I'd like to buy that bike. Great. You know what? I think I really want to buy that bike. Great. You know what? I would pay, I would pay $800 for that bike. The man selling it has a pie plate on it that says $1,700. But I would pay $800 for that bike. So you would either open at six, if you want to play the game, you can open at six, or you can just come at them hard with... I'll give you $800 for that bike. Right. You might even throw a little caveat in there. I'll give you 800 bikes for that bike if you can make it run right now in front of me and right. produce a title and a key. You could even do that. It puts the seller on the back foot and gives the buyer 100% of the power. Wouldn't you like to have 100% of the power when you're in a negotiation? Right. For, for sure you would. But here's what gives you 0% of the power. What's the lowest you'll go? Right. Fuck you. My, my that's that's as low as I'll go. Lowest I'll go is wasting my time talking to you, you little fuck knuckle. Get out of here. My, my favorite <laughs> thing ever is putting a price on something and, and somebody looking. I've, this yeah. has happened to Barber a couple times. Mm-hmm. And they'll come up to you and go, well, that's too high. You know, I'd give you this. Exactly what you've just said. Yeah. I'll give you this. Right. And I'll look at them and I go, okay. And they're like, fuck. Yeah, exactly. The best thing you can do right. is for someone to look at you and go, when yeah. you're trying to sell something yeah. and go, fuck. Right. Because that means you got what you wanted. Exactly. And they didn't think you were going to take it. <laughs> Y'all just found each other's sweet spot. Oh, yeah. Yep. 
It's magical when it I mean, happens. I mean, I got it. Half the time I get it for free anyway. I told the kid, I was like, look, man, you come back on Sunday. Oh, yeah. Tell me 400 bucks. You're walking away with this thing, right? And I said, so, so now let's play it out again. Let's do the deal again. You know, I, I didn't tell him about that until later. But I told him, I was like, this is an $800 bike. Let's role play it again, right? I said, let's play it again. Okay, do it. And the younger kid was like, all right. I'll give you 400 for it. And I said, yes, you will. I will see you on Sunday. Come back on Sunday and get it. He wasn't expecting that. Yeah, right. But he still, he got his price, right? Yeah. And if he was willing to wait till Sunday to get the bike, yep. he can do it. Yep. Now, maybe that'd be a great opportunity to him to say, okay, how about 450 and I take it today? Right. Because yeah. honestly, he doesn't know this. I would have done that. This is this is the learning curve. I would have done is, that. This is the but, whole learning but process. But don't be angry when I read the fucking Facebook of all stupid things. Right. You know what? Facebook shouldn't be involved in a vintage event, <laughs> right? Why? Because vintage events should only involve the kind of communication that existed when the vintage event was a new event, right. which means letters, maybe oh. telegraph. We'll see, see you, you, Chris. All Cheers. Right. See you guys. Yeah. People being angry on Facebook about vintage days, dude, oh. that is ridiculous. Well, yes. That is like being angry about it, technology. It the, best, the best thing was the guy that said, if you weren't actually there this year, then get right. the fuck off the thread. Oh, That's yeah. also true. That but, was good, too. Well, like, you know, somebody finally came up and said, look, if you're not a member of the AMA, if you're not willing to volunteer for these events, you don't really get to bitch. Like, you came to our party, and now you're bitching that we threw a party, and it wasn't the party you wanted. People who bitch about the government but don't vote. Right. Right. You, you know, have to it's do the minimum the of effort thing. to buy the admission and for the bitching. I got, yeah. I, you know, the side-by-sides were, I was a little heated by the side-by-sides, mostly because they were drunk and backing it, trying to back into my tent. I'm like, yeah. dude, don't back into my fucking tent with your fucking side-by-side. But. Dude, that one wasn't a side-by-side. That was the Baja <laughs> 1000 winner from fucking winner. Yeah, last know, year. Right? <laughs> um, my, my 46 inch wheels on a fucking 18 foot fucking wide yeah, vehicle. Yeah, but my statement holds. You might have a 36-foot Chris Craft at home. Yeah. You don't bring it to mid-Ohio. You know what the best thing, though? I, I, I don't know if you were there. I think you were there for that part. Right. Do you remember them in the Blues Brothers when the marching band goes into the dead end and they all smash yeah. into the and wall? Smash into oh, the yeah. wall, yeah. When yeah. the parade of fucking debauch, just douche nozzles came with their fucking Baja buggies oh, well, they all- and they didn't know that you couldn't get around the party anymore? No, he turned our goddamn, turned our motherfucking street yeah. into the Dan Ryan and Expressway in Chicago. Yeah. That's kind yeah. of the thing is we kind of need, you know, do not enter signs right about our, our spot of the tent. It's because you cannot continue. Friday, Saturday, Maybe night, just some decent, decent. Fabric cobbled signs yeah. made out of garbage that says "Abandon Hope, all you enter here" right. on a side by side. Yeah, because you will be suspect or subject to ritualistic hazing of the highest order, and we're good at. And it. Phil's gonna yeah. throw water balloons. And people are starting to beach their bikes on yeah. my camp spot. Oh, yeah. exactly. Like, hey, can I bark here? I'm like, no, no. that's no. my campsite. Oh, well, what are you doing? that's why we. Well, I'm already here, so yeah. That's why we. That's no. why we stoked the fire well, a little leave higher. Leave the keys in it, and I'll take it down to the burn, burnout pit. Or yeah. like, better, yeah, you do that. Take right. it down the burnout yeah. pit. Get one. That, but I do understand that. I said, well, you know, I don't want to walk the entire bit. Okay, then great. Get a small vehicle. Yeah. Because you know what? I have a fleet of four by four small vehicles from Japan that are all smaller than those side-by-sides. Right, and here's the thing. And if you threaten me to, I can bring six of them to mid-Ohio. And, and here's the thing. All the old dudes that were like, well, hey, if I can't yeah. bring my thing or whatever... All those dudes yeah. brought small four-wheelers. Yeah. They brought golf carts. The only douche nozzles I saw on fucking giant vehicles were all 30, 
35. Oh, there's yeah. no way that those no. dudes were having problems walking around. That's the monster energy set. If, yeah, I was yeah, going to say, yeah, if you're yeah. 70 years old and you're walking with the limp, you've earned. That's you're why they allowed should to ride a Kawasaki bring your mule. garden tractor and right. ride around on that. Or how about this? How about this? When you get a ticket, oh, you say, but I would like oh to God, bring... You bring up a... You bring, do you remember the guys? Do you remember the guys who had the Cub Cadet that had a trailer <laughs> that was a Cub Cadet and it was two big fellas? You know who I haven't seen in a few years? Those two guys. I don't yeah. think they made it through COVID. Oof. Yeah, probably not. There's a dude on my street that has an 80 mile an hour lawnmower. Sure. Oh, I, yeah. I'm sitting there and I have one day, because like, you know, remember my front yard kind of drops off yeah. to the street. Yeah. I just hear, and I'm like, what the hell is that? Yeah. And this dude on a lowered, widened yeah. fucking lawnmower goes, yeah. down the road. it's like, fuck yeah. 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 Bring that. You live, out, you live out in the country. Are you not involved in uh, lawnmower, lawn tractor racing? Not yet. No, How no. come you're not in the league? Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, well, come on, man. You can set up a track around your property yeah, there. Right, right. Make some money. Uh, but the one thing that I, I will say, massive improvement this year, and then a massive failure this year. Massive improvement. Food vendors were spectacular, yeah. including the mini food vendor at the top of the campsite, right by where you check into the campsite, there was that weird little area off on the side, and they oh, had yeah, the pizza and, and stuff. stuff yeah. You nice. know, stuff right there, just stuff at that corner. And it changed. Every day there was different stuff. Speaking of pizza, Pete used the thing you got him and actually uh, fucking delivered pizza this year. And sold it. And sold oh, it. Yeah, he man. made like 700 bucks or Bless something. He said, yeah. fucking heart. He did or he it said right. he made it paid enough to pay the gas to get he home. He did great. Yeah. He did fucking great. And that's exactly what that thing should be used for. Yeah. Right. That's yeah. like bringing a pretty girl to middle but he home, does not need, he, he said that he had plans and it didn't work out but he does need to make a, a led pizza on the side sure and easy enough yeah easy yeah, enough yeah, yeah so the food situation and the food situation in the infield was fantastic yeah. like the vendors that were there but the, the people little ice selling cream food. place is still not open where the, all the ice cream place were. was open oh not the one on the corner because that got displaced by the sheriffs now the yeah. italian there was ice joint was freaking fucking good delicious mm. That was delicious. That one was good. No that dream. one was good. No dream. Oh, no, no, that dream. Italian ice place no. was so good. I hit up one of our podcast listeners in the front row. I did a little key bump off, uh -huh. my, off my knife, and I was like, that's spectacular. I'm going to get some of that. And I went back later and got some. It was fucking delightful. Oh, yeah. Now, the fail. Where there were once three Porta Johns, there were oh, only yeah. one. But I did, I did achieve a lifetime goal. You so, pooped in a clean portalette? I pooped in a portalette that was not serviced, so I got to just like put a mound on the bottom of the tank with no juice in it. On, oh. on Thursday when we got there. Oh. So I was there, and then Pete and those they guys had put came the, down. They had put the portalette there. They hadn't well, filled it with I no don't chemicals they yet. put chemicals in them at all because it takes up too much space. Because the picture <sighs> I took of one was filled all the way up the It was maxed seat. out. Yeah. It was 100% maxed out. That, that's my. That's the only thing I will and I have there every isn't, right and everybody has a right to complain. Yeah. Because that is a, a health and safety That's a hygiene issue. problem. You yeah. have to have shitters. You don't have to provide me with anything else. Right. And I have a shitter, but I But it I can't be BYO shitter. It's, I'm like yeah. the Indian with the tear in his yeah. eye. That, yeah. that shouldn't be that way. And it's, and it's so... Because we know across from our campsite, we had three, yep. right? Three. And now there's one, two further rows over. Yeah. Which means they went from a concentration of 150 shitters in the campsite to 50. Yeah. Right? If that holds true. Or maybe maybe 25. I didn't see enough of them. That's for damn sure. They need sucked out every day. Every, every oh, yeah, morning. Oh, no, yeah. They had, the, like, they they had the trucks running as, as hard. They had the yeah. pumper trucks running as much as they had the water truck running. I went to, on Saturday evening, 
it had had it had hit, and it hit, and I knew my time was ticking, <laughs> and so I had gone and I opened five doors. I went five, and they were only every third row. Right. I went five. So you walked like seven miles to get to the. <laughs> I went five doors, and I went. I pulled the door. What's behind curtain number one? The worst thing I've ever seen in my life. Yep. Same, 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 same. Fuck it. I went infield to the actual racers' pits to the hot pits bathrooms. Yeah, I went there. That's what you do. But um, on Saturday night at about 1 a.m., because we stayed up pretty late on Saturday night, I went to go take a dump or, well, whatever. And I went and I took my little flashlight and I had it. Yeah. And I opened this door that was not locked. And I opened the porta potty. Yeah. And there's a dude on his knees yakking into the mouth of the porta potty. And I'm like, bro. (laughs) That's a bad (laughs) one. How would you ever stop yakking? That is an unfortunate event. There used to be, and I know I'm showing my stripes here, but there used to be a commercial 18-wheeler sized showers. Yeah, I, re- I remember that. Remember that? Yeah. Just this side where the fucking uh, critter corner is, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, right there, there was a freaking wall of showers. like uh, you know, And it had a sink thing outside of it. Yes. Like the, the little pump yeah, of water and right. you can wash your hands. Yeah. yeah, I remember that. All gone. Yeah, gone. All gone. 40,000 people, nowhere to shit, nowhere to wash your hands. They said, I'm seeing 60,000 estimates. Whatever. Yeah. I don't doubt doubt you. Yeah. I love the, I went up to find a friend in the, uh, what what was now this year called the swap meet camping. Yeah. That's not, so, you know, if you're a swap meet vendor, when you booked your swap meet space, and we had three of them, we only used one of them. So we won't do that again. But, uh, but when I booked my space, it said, would you like to spend an extra $75 to get a swap meet camping pass? So why the fuck not, right? right? In for a penny, in for a pound. So I spent the extra 75 bucks to get the swap meet camping pass. Useless. The area where John and I have historically parked our trailer up on the hillside on the other side of the fence was Tetris in so tight. You could not have gone in or out with a four-wheeled vehicle under any circumstances. And that was the area they had roped off and said was swap meet camping. Yeah, It was not swap meet camping. It was 738 trailers yep. that people were sleeping in as, s- as being their support vehicle for their you know, swap People meet. were talking about security and everything. Yeah. Like, they've been dicks in the past. And right. I, I mean, the year that we got, we were, so we were with the BJMC. Right. And we used to be able to camp in the infield where our thing was. So we could right. watch the bikes. Yep. We had a tent. We had all these Absolutely. bikes. Absolutely. Provide your own so security. The guys with the VJMCs, yep. we would camp right there where the bikes were. Yep. Well, they decided nobody's, everybody, yep. we're going to close the infield. Yep. Everybody out. So mid-weekend, we're like, well, fuck. Yep. What are we going to do? Where are we going to go? So I drives in a truck right. up to the overflow parking. Yep. To try to sleep in the truck. Right. What did they do? They yep. lit off bottle rockets. Yep. Whistling bottle rockets all night long. Yeah. To keep you from camping or sleeping in the exactly. overflow parking lot, right? For no reason. For no reason. Yeah. But but this year, man, like yeah. I have to admit, so that the, when we were chilling on Saturday, I yeah. took the little drone up and was flying it, and I didn't go over. I'm professional. I didn't go over the track or anything like that. I stayed over the yeah. camp, and it was a right. 240 gram. It could hit you in the head. I was going to say, when somebody bitched about you flying that drone, yeah, I was like, if if you were hit in the head by a pocket Bible, yeah. and I know a lot of you have a been. pack of cigarettes, it is 
the exact same experience. Yeah, right. Right. It's not. I'm yeah. not gonna. I'm not gonna whip out a fucking giant thing and fly. I saw Brad you. stop it with his dick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but anyways, when I went up, camping was. All, I've never seen it all the way to the top corner. All the way to the fucking radio tower. Yeah, yeah. Every all the way. Square inch. The, the whole way out. The the last spot behind it was just corn. Yeah. You couldn't go any further. And had we gotten a gully washer, as they call it, had we gotten <laughs> one of those Saturday events, yeah, people would still be there. Oh yeah, there's no doubt in my mind. People, yeah, would we still got be off there. great. That rain that we got was just it was almost it was hard enough to give noobs a scare. Yeah, yeah, it did. It scared. It, it, it gave people just a hint of mid Ohio. Just a hint of mid Ohio. Yeah. Calm the dust down, yeah. and then it went away. It did. It was great. It was great. It was fucking fantastic. Yeah. The uh, the the weekend itself. The things were like a breeze that was like air conditioning. Oh, it was so good. Oh, it was so good. Yeah. Then, by the way, that's why um, the generator rule. Mm-hmm. See, I you guys, everybody feels strongly about side by sides. I feel strongly about generators. Mm-hmm. If your generator is running after ten p.m., motherfucker had better be hooked to your iron lung. Or it better be like John's new one that just sounds like a little. Yeah, yeah, exactly. John's yeah. new one doesn't sound it, like anything it, at all. What do we yeah. say? It's right. 2023. Yes. Harbor Freight And sells. I didn't let that run all night. No. I shut it off. Harbor right. Freight but you didn't even really inverter generators to. for nothing. The guy's generator that was right next to my van window, directly <laughs> next to my van window, yeah. that he never shut off. Yeah. Until, bless his heart, 11 o'clock, you know, Oh, Eastern is that the one that time. finally ran out of gas? He fed it all weekend long. Oh, he God. never ran out of gas. But I did make this very declarative statement right next to his trailer. I said, boy, this guy's got a fucking Harbor Freight generator from the 80s. <laughs> and if this son of a bitch is running one minute after 10 p.m., it'll never run again in its right. life. Oh, yeah. And he's, so that was funny. That, it was funny that he came out. I swear to God, he came out at like 9.59 yep. and silenced it. Yeah. And he did He did that. But the rest of the time, we're sitting there trying to have a, you know, kibitz or whatever. And sure as shit, you know, yeah. if if you can't buy yeah. an inverter generator right now, yeah. go to Harbor Freight. They have twenty percent off every freaking day. He's got a forty nine dollar generator hooked to a forty nine thousand dollar camper. I know yeah, the right. guys. The guys in the horse trailer two doors down. They had the biggest predator generator yes, you could buy. They did, and you could not hear it no. twenty feet away. No, that thing Me? was running, oh, yeah. and I. Barely heard it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it was a predator. It was oh, hard yeah. Afraid. Oh, yeah. It was cheap as you can get. But they're amazing. Oh, yeah. But it was bigger than dog shit. Oh, it yeah. It was huge. It was, it was, yeah. it was bigger than my suitcase. Yeah, yours yeah. kicked ass, too. It charged everything. Yeah. It ran the lights for the whole like camp. Like you said, Meckle Fresh Water and Power. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Meckle you know, Fresh I, Light and Power. I got, a, I got up to one to the portal at it, like yeah. two o'clock in the morning. And I all the way. Oh, my God. And as soon as I was like, man, I am going to go beat that thing until it yeah. dies. Yeah. And as soon as I came out of the portal, it was. <laughs> and I'm like, man, I don't even have to go fight it, dude. My favorite thing, my one, not my favorite, but Snatch one of the fuel lines all night. Oh, yeah. <laughs> one of the things I thought was funny. When Somebody you, beat it, me to it. If yeah. you go up to the quieter camping, yeah, right, yeah. you'll see older people in their RVs, yeah, like older, like 80, 70, right. the old yeah. dudes, right. and they have the generator going, their AC wailing, yeah, oh yeah, but then they're in a sweatshirt, yeah. Inside, they're it, cold. It, now. Yeah, they're oh, yeah. cold in there, yeah. but they'd rather yeah. put a sweatshirt on than yeah. just chill. Then, like, you know? then shut that fucker off for one minute. Yeah, yeah, that was funny. I was there was such a good breeze ripping through there. That whole place, it was splendid. It was good, man. Yeah, gave the Santa Cruz people something to write home about. Oh, let's let's go there. So the Santa Cruz people, man, they were awesome. Yes, they, they were. were. So, man, Naked Jim was the man. Everybody he was there. Everybody, yeah. Stumpy John, John Leody, John yeah. Leody is just still one of my favorite humans. I got to ride down there with him. 
We went and did our, our Walmart run and the whole deal. Did all the stuff we did. Yep. Watch Liza build by the world's smallest charcoal grill. <laughs> Which now is at my house. Size of my hand. Yeah. And, uh, but we did this whole thing and it had this whole adventure. I love traveling with John. John is fantastic. They call him Stumpy John. I call him John. Uh, what a good dude he is. Yep. But we got down there and I realized, you know, we pulled in at one, we, we got into line with all the campers at 1.51 p.m. And I, you know, I do not suffer a line, right? Mm. I will not. I'm too smart to be in a line, right? <laughs> so I backed up my circus trailer, right? I backed up Dan's house. I backed it up behind the van. Missed the guy's driveway by a few inches. It's okay. We got in. We got out clean. Doubled back. Went into the super secret back entrance of the thing. Got there. Managed to pass 15-year-old kid running security. Got heavily scrutinized. Got past him, got through a 58-year-old woman running security. And then she said, oh, you're the last people through this gate. And I went, "Nice." I'm like, you're retiring? <laughs> and she goes, no, the gate's only open till 2 p.m. Not for nothing. Why the fuck would any go to gate in that place only be open yeah, until 2 p.m.? why do they make PM? people go to the one gate? I don't understand. Why that. would you ever do that? Yeah. You should have every gate that that place has. Every gate should be open. Right. Because then you wouldn't have the cluster jugger fuckery going on at gate three. You could spread it out over 10 different also, gates. Also, here's, here's an idea, AMA, if you listen to this, yeah. but you don't. But um, why don't they do it like um, if you buy your tickets in January or February, yeah. you can get in Wednesday at five. Oh, if you okay. buy them in right. February, March. Right. Like, so it's like you have... Yeah. They, they barely had tickets I delivered... Like Two days before the event. No, but it doesn't matter. They're digital. No you have Why receipts. Why can't you just print your tickets out as soon as you buy them? Like, you should, like... You, like you could if you did... So, if you did the campsites. So, if you did the camping site, if you did a tent camping site, you could print your tickets out right there at the moment. That's but through Mid-Ohio. Through Mid-Ohio. If you bought your tickets through the AMA and all you got was a QR code, they didn't cook those QR codes up until, like, three days before the event. People yeah. panicked. But if you bought the shit through Mid-Ohio, you had your pass, your ticket. And John and I had printed out several copies of everything. So when we kept going through, our copies were all printed out barcodes, not QR codes. I needed nothing but that press pass. Exactly. Yeah. Once you had the press pass, you're good to go. We came in the back way, so we didn't get our press pass. We had to go get it get later. It later but the great news was, by coming in the other gate, we were swimming upstream. I'll right? tell you what, man. That I left at four yeah. thirty a.m. Got right. down there almost six. Yeah, nobody was there. No, I, I walked right in, got my bag. <laughs> nice. Then I had a. I was had there a, somebody in the booth at six o'clock in the there morning? There was six thirty. <gasps> six thirty. The one lady. Wow. The one lady that always is yeah. there. Yeah, the lady who's been there forever. Super nice. Yeah, super Stephanie helpful. Remember, yeah. Wonderful. Yeah, she was there. It took me about five minutes. Yeah. I got the thing, and then I had a like. You guys don't realize, man, how much me and Pete. Because I got down there by myself. I started to spread shit out. Yeah. Pete came up, and, and they and they were there, and they put their stuff, and we spread stuff. There were so many poachers trying to poach. Yeah. They were trying to snake. I had yeah. I had to kick one dude out. He pulled right in. Yeah. Right in between all my, almost hit my well, bike. Well, they know we got good property. Yeah, yeah. It was it was interesting, but we, you know, we, we reserved our spot, so that's the important part. Maybe next year we do a little subletting. Ah. Grab an extra couple. <laughs> Grab a couple extra on the side. I'll give you a prime location for 100 bucks. Or at least snacks. Welcome you into the best neighborhood at <laughs> yeah. Mid-Ohio. Right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, because no kidding, Bruce was cooking. Yep. John was cooking. Becky was cooking. Uh, Mike? Mike was cooking. Mike from yeah. Michigan, right. uh, uh, yeah. Baltimore. He somewhere. brought breakfast sandwiches. Yeah. 
Oh, yeah. In giant breakfast sandwiches. Oh, yeah. And I give credit. Mike, in if you're listening, he says he listens. Yeah. This, compared to other years, he yeah. rode his car perfectly this year. Oh. He fucking, yeah. he, he was just tuned perfectly. He was tuned perfectly. Yeah. He yeah. was, he came over with his giant bottle of Woodford Reserve Costco Select. Yes. He came over with that giant handle of, of bourbon, and he was just on the bubble. Because a couple times in the past years, I was it worried got away about from him. him. I was it worried away about from him. him. This year he died. This year it he in. had it perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He had the staying power of a champion. Yes. Yeah. He did well. He did well this year. He did well. And Dan's buddy. What's your Bob? No, no. not Bob. Harley oh, no. Bob's part of the no. group. But the other guy. Minnesota Matt. Minnesota, Minnesota Matt. Awesome yeah. guy, man. Yeah. He was super he cool, was great. man. Yeah. yeah. There you go. There, there you go. I forgot. Yeah. The big bowl, the big giant bottle of bur- well, yeah, he, bourbon. Because when he before he brought the sandwiches. Right. Because I think that was him, right? Mike. Yeah. yeah. He yeah. brought this yeah. over. Yeah. And then he brought over the sandwiches the next day. And I'm like, holy crap. Ah, yeah. He was trying to donate that to the bourbon for it. Yep. But I said, just put it out for the house. That's what we said. Put it out for the house. Put it out for the house. We had plenty for right. the bourbon. Yeah. And the, the bourbon fairy had its own blend. And then there's the bottle of Jim Bean that's floating around somewhere. Oh, yeah. Well, I don't think that handle. I that don't may know not if, have made it. I don't know if the handle made it back. <laughs> yeah. The handle got, the handle got is, a hard life. This is how much we went through. Yeah. And then we had the bottle of Jim Bean. I got introduced by Wendy and her husband, Mike, to a Mexican bourbon. I'm sorry, I'm going to say this right. A Canadian bourbon that you can only buy in Mexico. Hmm. <laughs> and it had the odor, I mean, it had, I'm sorry, it had the unique flavor profile of delightful maple syrup and vanilla. Huh. Perfect dessert bourbon. Nice. I want to shout out to Eric and Patrick. Eric brought this amazing scotch made in Tucson, Arizona. Yeah, Mesquite smoke. Mesquite. It was incredible. I, yeah. you know, I expected, you know, okay, they're trying to do a scotch. Right. This is right. going to be garbage. It was fantastic. And, Epic. And a shout out to whoever brought that horrible thing from Virginia that we kind of looked at and went, no. <laughs> oh, it tasted that, like burning tires. That, <laughs> oh, but, but yet Naked Jim seemed to like it. Naked Jim, yeah. Naked Jim like actually was like, this is really good. I, I can blend that into something yeah, good. Dan, <laughs> Dan was like, yeah, I can work with this. But You're talking about like, the church whiskey? Yeah. We yeah. all kind of oh, looked yeah. at each other and went, no. I didn't no. try it, but I didn't, you know. Yeah. yeah I, I smelled it, and it smelled like a burnt tire. <laughs> it did have a little bit it of overtones. It had a flavor profile yeah. of a burnt tire. Yeah. Yeah. Frankincense and myrrh. It was not delicious. Like, no, but people kept coming by. They kept dropping off yeah. bourbons and yeah, whiskey and everything else. Cool and we were doing all right. Oh, we didn't even like... Patrick brought in... Patrick brought in literally a beautiful bottle of Basil Hayden's. Yeah. And he goes, you can hide that for later. Oh, yeah, that's up. And then later that's, on, they busted out with their Centurion helmets with the sippy cups <laughs> built into them. And I was like, these guys know how to play. Yeah. They, they and did John well. threw a little on their carburetor. And after that whole thing, Tom and I had the discussion about every time you think it's a carburetor, it's a CDI. Yep. Yeah. They went down to the guys that had the booth with the SSR parts. Yep. Yeah. And they bought a CDI and it worked. It fixed the yep. problem. Yep. yep. And then it fixed the problem for a while. And then they went and bought a carburetor for $32 and that double fixed the problem. Yep. Yeah. So it does. It is true. Sometimes when you think it's a carburetor problem, it's a CDI. Because John diddled that fucking carb from here to the sun went down. Yeah, just, I took a quick look at it. They had the idle crank through the roof. Maximum. Trying to compensate you... for what seemed like a bad carb. Right. But then the fact that it, you couldn't start it, then Ooh. that was leaning towards no. Electrical. It's now, got electrical. And then we finally pulled the plug out and getting yeah. nothing, getting nothing, right. getting nothing. So. Yeah. Now, yeah. pro tip from your mechanic. Yeah. If a carburetor costs 
less than fifty dollars. Yeah, for yeah. your bike. Yeah, just buy the damn carburetor. And if at worst case scenario, you learn something, and you might have an extra carburetor. Mm. Worst case scenario, right? But it'll help you fix the problem yeah. of. Is it CDI or is it carburetor? Yep. If you have a Chinese bike and you have a CDI and you have a carburetor, yeah. you will figure out one of the two. And they're yeah. both really easy to change. And they're mm-hmm. both really cheap. They're both really <laughs> cheap. And you know what they it's, both have in common? That together they cost less than one hour of labor. Well, I was going to say, yeah, it's $30 for the carburetor and $20 for the CDI, it's which means it's $50. Half an hour labor. Even if you pay tax and shipping, half an it's hour still, labor. Yeah. Half an hour yeah. labor. That is the best half an hour you'll yep. ever save. Yep. Yeah. I totally agree. Yeah, there is nothing wrong with no. that math. No. That math gets you home I, every time. I actually don't even rebuild Vespa carburetors anymore if I have to because well, every single one of them is going to be a spacco. We know. We know. Yeah. I mean, this is how they work. And they're all right? going to have bad float needles, and the seat's going to be eaten out, so it doesn't matter anymore. Eh, eh, eh. Uh, call that cunnilingus. Cunnilingus. Eh. Yeah. The, uh, so, yeah, that's wait, it. Wait, wait. Anybody else got anything it's else? Um, I, I need two minutes. All right, go ahead. Uh-oh. So I... Um, we accept you for who you are. Believe this or not, I got super high the other night. And, no. and wait, 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 for you. <laughs> now, wait a second. Wait is a that second. on the normal scale? Because I had to go to bed early on Friday night. Yeah, yeah. you just puffed on a little bit. That was a- Fucking dude, I, bar- I, was bar- I was barely contact high on that shit. You know, I, you- took, I took puff, puff, pass, puff. I took six puff, puff, pass. And then all of a sudden, I wasn't me anymore. Yeah, yeah. That, it what was, happened to Phil? I became the snuggle monster. <laughs> yeah, we did good. We did good. So let me just say, Naked Jim, me, Bagel. And several a lot of other people. Yeah. We went through some we went through some product, man. Yeah, you did. <laughs> it was good. It was a good weekend, man. That was a fun part. But so okay, so I, I was in a in a pretty good mood and I was feeling the the vibes. So this is called the scratch track. This is it's the track that I recorded. Right. That's going to be a good track. Okay. But I'm so excited about it that yeah. I brought the scratch track. Oh you did? Yeah, you wanna hear it? Sure, why not? It's about mid Ohio, so I figured okay, it Okay, go fit. ahead. All right, here we go. Ready? Let's see if I get this. Little intro. You like motorcycles? We all like motorcycles. All right. This is good, though. Well, at least I think so. Listen to this shit. Kicks in right now. Well, I jumped out of bed about a quarter to four, grabbed my wallet and keys, and I headed for the door and jumped into the truck with a trailer loaded to the brim. I pushed the pedal all the way to the floor, hit the mid-Ohio exit, and I was at the door to the greatest motorcycle event that's ever been. Oh, every year at the end of July, I pack my bikes up and I start to drive to the greatest place that there is on this earth. I buy and sell and I trade for more, take dirty bikes home to restore, and I'm doing it all in the best of company. I got to Mid-Ohio about 8 a.m., met up with the boys, and we started to plan the day's events that we wanted to see. You can choose from shopping, you could do some racing, all the different kinds of classes, what vintage days and braces, or you could sit back and watch the insanity. So load up the truck, start to cool it with beer, get the car cleaned out and the tires holding there. It's time to meet up with friends from across this land. We'll shop all day and we'll party all night Ride million miles on tiny pit bikes And we'll do it all while drinking a cold beer Last verse When the sun goes down and your money's all spent Head over to the corner with the big white tent There you'll find the captain with his band of insanity 
You can burn off a tire, you could see it, make a gimp. You could find the bourbon ferry and it'll give you a sip. And when the day's all over, you get to do it all again. <laughs> oh, every year at the end of July, I'll pack my bikes up and I start to drive to the greatest place that there is on this earth. I buy and sell and I trade for more Take dirty bikes home to restore And I do it all in the best of company So load up the trucks, have to cool it with beer Get the carbs cleaned out and the tires holding air It's time to meet up with friends from across this land We'll shop all day and we'll party all night Ride million miles on tiny pit bikes And we'll do it all while drinking a cold beer Last time. We'll shop all day and we'll party all night. Ride million miles on tiny pit bikes and we'll do it all while drinking a cold beer. So, that is magnificent. So, so at Patreon level twenty five dollars, oh, all the voices are your voice, right? Yeah, just, I, just I double track. Here's the best part: I forgot I did that. I fucking woke up. Fucking my computer was on. I came out of the bedroom. I'm like, what the fuck was I working on last night? And I was like, oh, that's not bad. The music elves. They showed up in the middle of the night and but made a hit record. My, my plan, you were possessed. My plan is to actually, you know, record the guitar parts well, do a solo, but I want to get. John in with me, and then we want to have the whole gang we sing can. part. Yeah, it's we sing can song. right. Damn, damn Sleepy, that's magnificent. I'm so proud of you right yeah. now. Thank you. I'm so proud of you. You can easily send that as is if you want. Oh, you could. Okay. Yeah, you could shoot that shit down range immediately. I might have to post. When you it run it. that up the flagpole. Everyone's gonna salute. <laughs> All right. So, did we talk about Sleepy's camera? I got it back. I know. Last yeah. year, I lost my driver's license. It got mailed back to me. This year, you lost your camera. And well, let me say when I lost it, it wasn't like I was just stupid. I had a bandolero with this metal ring yeah. that attaches to the thing, and right. I've used it for years. Right. And so I went to the bathroom, and it was on, yeah. and I got on my bike, and I rode about, I don't know, two minutes. Right. And yeah. I noticed I was light. Right, exactly. And the fucking, and the, the metal ring, yeah. half of it was it's broke busted. off. Yeah, yeah so you I lost mean. your camera. Yeah, it sucked. And what did I tell you the first day? You you have faith in humanity. I have you faith s- in mid-Ohio. Yeah, yeah I do. have faith in mid-Ohio. I've never lost a tool. I've had my tools, my toolbox out and open for everyone to use for years and years, 20 plus years. I've loaned people shit. I, I've... You can be as generous as you want to be at Mid-Ohio because everybody's on the same fucking team. Yeah. Don't care what color hat you wear. We're all on the same fucking team at Mid-Ohio. And I love that. And when you, I know you were so heartbroken. You were so Dude, stressed I'm, out. I'm going to shout this but guy But you know out. what? Hold on. This that, guy. That whole thing, that camera was disappeared. I was like, it's only a short matter of time until he gets it back. All right. If anybody knows Kenny Eddington, E-D-D-I-N-G-T-O-N, he is the guy that returned my camera. Kenny, he found it. He's the man. He's a re- fucking and spirit. Can, of I, can right. I tell you something? Can I tell you something? A drink. Well, That's here's right. the thing. Because I was so distraught, I yeah. even told him, I'm like, dude, you can keep the camera yeah. for finding it to right. send me the memory card. Yeah. He's like, no, 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 I'll return it. No. Then I said, let me send you something. Let me right. send this something. No, right. he wouldn't have none of it. Wouldn't I'll take go downtown, anything. get two blowjobs, bring you back one. Yeah, that's yeah. what I was thinking. Right. Or at least a video. Of it. Right. Yeah, with the camera that he returned. With the camera, you <laughs> But I have faith in Mid Ohio. Yeah, you do. I have faith. I have implicit faith in Mid Ohio. Always have done. It's never let me down. Never had a bad experience. Never had anybody rip me off, stick me. Your, and even those situations, you know, where you run into an inexperienced person doesn't know the rules or something like that, you can usually bring them into the group, school them a little bit. Yeah. And then you're all, we're all happier on the way out. Yeah, yeah. Steve, I'm so chuffed with that song, man. You all just right, we got to work it together. We got to get, get everybody in on it, though. We can. All right. Uh, we can. I, don't th- I think it's beautiful the way it is. All right. But you I, know what? Here, I'm sitting here. When you listed <laughs> off that, when you listed off that gang of heroes, right? Yeah. 
I thought that was them, and I was like, I can't place these voices. <laughs> I couldn't even place your voice. Oh, good. In the track. Excellent. Yeah, I couldn't not place a good voice. voice but well, <laughs> no, you're a really good voice, but, right. but I couldn't place your voice in the track. I was like, who are these magnificent bastards <laughs> singing this beautiful song? About our greatest place on earth. And it was about earth. the greatest place on earth. That's right. It's so true. I love it. Man, you guys are all rock. All right, anybody else got anything else? No, let's go party. Let's go fucking, we're going to Fuel Cleveland's pre-party tonight. Yes, we are. <laughs> that's it. Maybe if we're good, we'll go to Hell Farm and Village tomorrow and yeah, see the real we'll thing. we'll see about that. All right, so if that's all I got, I'm going to say to my friends, ride fast and take chances. Place out of here, John. Bum, 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 bum,